You are watching the vodka stream. What is happening, everybody? Hey, 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 the Vodka Stream Lounge is open. I mean, you can't see the open sign, but it's open. That's an open sign right there, just to let you know. Ah, what is happening, guys? Whoop, what is going on here? Those damn giants. They're winning. No, they're not. <laughs> What's going on, guys? How's everybody doing? It's Friday, thank God, right? Even though, like, I can't even remember what day anything is anymore, you know, this past month, just being like, uh, just being off work, but I start my new job next, uh, next Monday. So I'll be jumping back into that. I actually have, if you actually watched, uh, my last video that I posted, you could probably, you could probably have seen like a monitor off to the side, off to the right, because I had to get like a little side desk and get a couple of monitors set up for uh, for the for the jab, the new jab, what's going, you know. So I had to do all that. So yeah. Ugh. Anyways, guys, how you guys doing? Who's out there? Let's talk to me. Huh? Crown Royal tonight. Well, that's good, Alex. Good choice. It's a good choice. I haven't had Crown Royal in a while. Definitely haven't. King of the live stream. That's what I was striving for. Totally. Totally striving for that. What's going on, Bradley? Yeah. Junky XL. What about Junky XL? What? What's going on? <laughs> and then we got Mama Film Junkie here. Hi, Mom. Love you. She's here and everything. So, ah, yeah. Jason, yeah. Everything's good, man. Everything's really good. What's going on, Mr. Morris? We got Eric. What's going on, Sco? Miss Stewart, how you doing? Alakzu. Yes, hashtag restore the Snyderverse. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Uh, go Dodgers. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, they'll probably they'll probably win it again. Who knows? We've got Mr. McClellan. What's up, sir? Bennett. How you doing? General significance. Like your name. Definitely like your name. Hey Jessica. How's it going? Oh yeah, you became a celebrity today. <laughs> Jessica right here. Yeah. I mean, apparently she was having a little bit of issues with uh, Vero. I think what was it was yesterday, today, maybe something like that. And uh, Zack Snyder reached out and kind of was like, hey, sorry about that. And gave her a little plug, like, a, you know, hey, here's Jessica, introduction, because you could do that in Vero. So she's like the new uh, celebrity when it comes to um, the Snyder fandom right there. So congratulations, Jessica. Welcome. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean... It's crazy. The Vero world is crazy. I always forget that I, I should post more things on there. What's going on, Scully? Got Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Got Ryan. Oh, hi, Ross. How's it going, Ross? And we got, uh, yeah, we got Amar here. Been a crazy week. Definitely been a crazy week. Got a lot to talk about. That's for damn sure. Lot to talk about. And uh, again, they have not released the Snyder Cut numbers. Why? Who knows? Who knows? We don't know yet. What's going on, Infer? How you doing? Uh, uh-oh. Scoot, you're pissed. The numbers. Well, I know. Oh, yeah. Wasn't there like, didn't somebody scoop that? Again, I thought I heard somebody scoop that. 
You know, somebody fucking got out, you know, got their little scoop out and tried to like, hey, guess what? The numbers are coming out today. And then guess what? Didn't happen. <laughs> so you got to be wary of these scoops. Like I get it. Sometimes they're, uh, sometimes it happens, but sometimes they don't. Just saying a lot of, uh, a lot of, there's a lot of information out there that, uh, that is misinformation. That's the thing. I mean, Trevante Road. So we got to go back to that one. <laughs> Oh man, you know, oh, so many things, but there's, <laughs> there's other things too, though, man. Ah, oh, yeah. So what's going on, Anthony? Exclusive. Yeah, I know there's a lot of things. I mean, of course we could, <laughs> I mean, if you, if you guys watched my last video, I kind of talked briefly, you know, about, uh, the Green Lantern, um, concept art, but you know, it's just like, uh, yeah, as much as I want to, I mean, who knows what's going to happen today, but it's just like, hey, I want to talk more about it, but I don't know. It wasn't, you know, it, it's basically just. Fuck me, right? Yeah, that's the, that's, that's, that's a new drop right there. I'm just saying, I don't know when I'll be using that, but um, yeah, crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. What's going on, Mike G? How you doing? How you doing, bud? <laughs> I was having major issues with Vera and Zach. Yep. That's what the man does. Like I said, I posted on Twitter my favorite, like my favorite superhero costumes are, you know, Batflex, uh, the the black and silver Superman costume, Wonder Woman costume, and the white V-neck. That's also my favorite superhero costume because he's a fucking superhero. I'll tell you what. Isaiah, what's up? Too much pain. How you doing? So you guys are doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Uh, let me go ahead and pour some more here. Of my delicious vodka. Oh, what's up? Yo, hey, everybody. Yeah, let's see. Lost track on how many drops. I know. I have so many drops. I got to, like, rotate some or something like that. So it's good stuff. But uh, look at that. Got the condensation on the bottle and everything. This thing has been in the freezer since yesterday, I want to say. So... So I got some vodka. Thought about getting some bourbon, some whiskey or something like that, but ah, stuck with the vodka right now. So cheers, guys. Thank God it's Friday. Let's have some fun. Oh, I tell you what. Man, yeah, it's been pretty crazy. What's going on, Mr. Shaking? How you doing? Uh keep doing those magic tricks. That's all your little uh uh demonstration with the little ball in the cup thing. I don't know how you do that stuff, man. Hand quicker than the eyes, man. I've always been a fan of magic, that's for sure. Mr. Mike G, did Snyder really CGI over... <laughs> uh, is that what they were trying to say, right? There was something about Leto's mustache. Did he have a mustache? I don't think he even had a mustache. I could have swore that he was clean shaven, and he actually shaved the eyebrows again, I thought, too. I don't think I don't think there was actually no, I don't think there was CGI over the mustache. I really don't. I really don't. I really don't. Yeah, the fucking lockdowns. Back to lockdowns, really? That's crazy because over here in California, they're like slowly opening things back up. And I think it's because our, you know, Governor Dusham is kind of worried that he's gonna get recalled. I think that's why he was like, Hey, we could start opening up some stuff here. Guys, please, please don't recall me. Please. Yeah. I think that's what's the case over here, but who knows? Uh, yeah, I don't think he didn't CGI. Yeah, there was no CGI. I remember there was like a rumor. Yeah, he had no mustache. He was 
Because we saw he actually, yeah, he full on shaved his eyebrows. That's why I was like, no, 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 he didn't do that. He didn't do that. Don't, don't believe, like I said, don't believe everything you hear, son, as Batflex says to, uh, as uh, Bruce says to Clark in Batman or Superman. Don't believe everything you hear. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of misinformation out there, which is sad. Sad that that's the case. And then it sucks too, because when you go, hold on, that's bullshit. And it's like, okay, cool. That is. So the people who put it out there should be like, hey, sorry, we put that out there, you know. <laughs> That's all we ask. Like, hey, we shouldn't put that out there. No, they just go on to the next thing. It's like, come on. At least at least uh, acknowledge that you put out some misinformation and stuff, you know. That's the way it is right there, you know. <clears throat> all right. So, yeah. That's what you guys got to worry about. What you gotta worry about when it comes to the information out there, you know. Like I, it was just funny when so there were still people that I saw that were believing Trevante Rhodes was was uh, John Stewart Green Lantern. I'm like, we literally now have a concept art with a different face. I mean, yeah, that's not the face right there. So no retractions, no nothing. Just go on to the next thing. Up, oh, we got that wrong. Go on to the next thing. Third wave is that what they're calling it? I thought they were calling it the fourth wave. I thought I thought the I thought. I don't know, people on those news outlets were saying that it was like a fourth wave coming. Or is that going to be coming? Well, okay, so we got what? What do they call it? The first wave? The second? I mean, I'm like, the fourth wave is what? Where aliens abduct us and and stick things up our butts. Fifth wave. Um, what is that? Total invasion? I don't know. I'm trying to keep up. I'm trying to, trying to approach it at, uh, from a sci-fi you know, point of view. What's the next thing going to be? Yeah, so. Uh, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, but anyways, here's guy. Oh, yeah, Cavill. Yeah, Cavill, he wrapped up uh, The Witcher. It was like 158 days. Holy crap. That's a lot. Uh, Trevante Rhodes is John Strand. <laughs> hey, you know what? When it comes to Trevante Rhodes, he was my number one choice. He was. He was my number one choice. I, uh, what I was thinking, I was, I was thinking like, who would be my choices for, you know, Green Lantern? Uh, he was actually my number one choice. I know everybody was kept on going, um, Idris Alba. I'm like, nah, we need somebody younger. We need somebody younger. And Idris Alba, everybody always picks him <laughs> for everything. As much as I love Idris Alba, trust me, I love the guy and I can't wait to see him, uh, as Bloodsport and Suicide Squad. I'm just like, yeah, hey, let's, let's, let's get somebody different. Okay. And, uh, I always thought Tremonte Rhodes would have been a good choice. And you never know. He probably was on the table. That's the thing. Sometimes things just don't work out. And then you gotta kind of got to go, okay, well, what do I have? What, what can I do right now? And then all of a sudden, a star is born. Because you guys got to realize, when it comes to the Justice League cast that we have currently, okay, so when they were cast, okay, not casted, Stop. People stop saying that. Uh, <laughs> past tense of cast is cast. Um, sorry. That's just a little, I know I'm being a grammar Nazi about that. But anyways, um, when they were cast, when Momoa was cast, what did he say? I mean, he was like broke, essentially. People kind of knew who he was, but not really. Now, superstar. Now people know who Jason Momoa is. Gal Gadot, she was about to quit. Now, superstar. Superstar. Do that. Yes, superstar. Ezra Miller, nobody knew who that was. Now people are starting to know who he is. He's in another franchise. There you go. Henry Cavill, superstar. 
All of a sudden, everybody knows whoever Henry Cavill is. Yeah, it almost seems like Zack Snyder knows who to cast. And Ray Fisher could very easily be the next superstar. And there are articles out there that even said that. That if it wasn't for <laughs> Joss Whedon Warner Brothers, he could have been the next superstar. And hopefully we can help that along. Okay? That's what's so great about it. <clears throat> so, yeah. You just got to realize that, that he, like Ben Affleck was the only, really the only established actor in the Justice League cast, you know, that actually had a name for himself. So really got to think about that. Everybody else that he cast, they were just pretty much unknowns. So if, um, if there's going to be an unknown for John Stewart Green Lantern, guess what? Let that guy shine. Let him shine. That's what's, that's what I love about, I mean, I mean, same with Ray Porter. Ray Porter is literally playing the big baddie, Dark Side. okay? Anybody know who Ray Porter was before? No. Now, everybody knows who Ray Porter is now. And, I mean, it's just, it's just crazy how somebody could just turn into a celebrity overnight, okay? So when it's fully revealed who John Stewart Green Lantern is, um, then, uh, I mean, that... You know, that that person, that guy is going to be also be parlayed into like, hey, wow, look at this guy. Just saying. Yes, we love Ray Fisher. And uh, I'm telling you what, he should uh, he should have been the next superstar to come out of that. So just saying, man, just saying. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a name for these. That's that's I mean, I understand when like. When the when the studios go, hey, oh yeah, we need a name for this. We need. It. Sometimes you don't. You just need a performance, really. Because I mean, obviously, when you look at the MCU, they had a different Thanos, but the, you know, there was no voice or anything. It was just somebody you know turned around and you know smirked or smiled or whatever the hell. And then that person was replaced by uh, replaced by uh, Josh Brolin. And then, you know, the studio wanted to have some kind of name. But, I mean, for the most part, that was it was whatever because Josh Brolin just, he killed it. He killed it. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to have, like, a full-on name. I mean, like I said, Ray Porter, everybody's just raving about his, uh, about his performance in the movie. And they want more. And who knows what's going to happen after the whole New Gods thing. Sorry, I got to plug in my laptop here. Uh, uh, gravity, not enough room on the, on the pub table. All right. So got that plugged in. All right. Put that right there. All right. Oh, Mr. McKenzie, sir. What is up? Thank you, sir. Supporting the pirate ship. Thank you. Cheers to you, sir. Appreciate it, Jason. All right. Let's, uh, let's get, it looks like my guests are, uh, backstage. So let's get them in here. Let me set my tweet up first though. All right. Boop. All right. Hold on a second, guys. Sorry. I'm just freaking. Come on. What is up with Twitter? Why is Twitter being stupid right now? It's just being stupid. You know how it is. But uh, yeah, we're going to have some fun tonight. Uh, I've been looking forward to talking to these guys for a bit because uh, we uh, connected on Twitter not too long ago. And I was like, you know what? I like these guys. These guys seem like uh, they're, you know, they're cool, and I want to talk to them. Have joined the stream, so 
Uh, whoop, do I have the right? No, I do not. That's not the right one. Hold on. Sorry. Let me get the right one here. All right, here we go. All right. Let's bring in um the the Cape Cast uh guys right here. We got uh we got Mr. Brandon and we got Mr. Ryan. What is up, guys? How you doing? How's it going, sir? Ahoy, Good. ahoy. There you go. Hey, nice, nice greeting right there. <laughs> How's it going, oh, man? Every show. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how you guys doing? Doing, doing great, good, man. man. How are you? Oh, you know, it's Friday. Drinking? Why not? You know, Heck it's always yeah. a good time on Friday night. Crack what are you guys open. drinking? What are you drinking? What are you drinking, Ryan? Uh, I've got a Terrapin Recreation Ale. Wow. It's a local brewery here in Athens. So okay. I'm we're we're just outside of. I'm just outside of Atlanta, and Brandon is outside of Athens in Georgia. So, gotcha. Yeah, that that was my next question. Where were you guys from? So you guys, <laughs> yeah. So it's a little late for you guys. Yep. That's yeah. right. Not too bad though. We're yeah, we got the Scott McClellan thing going. Yeah. <laughs> Stay up. Yeah. Is your sleep schedule all messed up? Like mine is kind of like it's been for like the past two weeks. It's just been. Dude, we so we stayed up for the. Uh, I saw your review. The, yeah, the <laughs> premiere <laughs> and. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so Brandon's got it. He's humble about it. Brandon's got a crazy, crazy nice home theater. Like he built his house for his home theater. Nice. Like that's how nice it is. So of course I go up there and we're gonna watch it at his place. I got up there on Wednesday after work and we watched BBS Ultimate nice. and then rolled right into the Kevin Smith thing. Thirty minute power nap. <laughs> Three a.m. Right <laughs> Crushed it. Thank you, Fred Burn. Yeah. There you go, man. That was a. Uh, that was something that I haven't done since college, so that was, uh, that was a little rough. Yeah, a little bit rough, man. It was all. I Getting mean, a little long in my years here. Yeah, that was a long day for me too because uh, you know I I did a film junkie live because I was on Wednesday, so I did it early, and then I was part of that charity stream, and then just right after that, I was like, all right, I'm gonna watch the premiere stuff because you know I was a, a part of that which was pre-recorded, and then of course they had the whole technical difficulties thing, which was right. <laughs> Like those, it's like, of course, there's just oh, something. Oh, that was a hurt. marathon. Was just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, even when I talked to, when I talked to Debbie, she was like, you know, it was, it was just meant to be that way. It was essentially just, yeah. there was just a, something that was, I mean, they literally had people that showed up days prior to make sure everything was going to be okay. And it just didn't work where they were going to be, like, let's just get on our phones. I mean, That's it's right. just, it, what a crazy night. What a crazy <laughs> night. But yeah, I, I didn't Debbie actually last champ. I'll say yeah. I'll say that much. Oh, dude, the way that he uh, just handled like, oh, yeah, we're going to keep going. And he just kept on just going and going mm-hmm. and going. We're like that. That's why you have Kevin Smith do that. Because right. he doesn't really have a problem talking. So, no, he does not take care of that. <laughs> he does not. You know, it helps that he is a talker, which, uh, you know, that, that's why it was perfect for him to do that. But uh, I didn't actually make it throughout the night because I was just, it was just a long day. I watched about an hour of it and then I went, okay, I, I can't. I'm falling asleep. And then I, went to bed and then I woke up and just watched the rest of it. But I've already seen it like four you, times by that chance, by that you time. You were a smart yeah. man. We, yeah. we, uh, <laughs> so my wife came up with me to his place as well. And yeah. she, she comes knocking in on the theater door at 7am after a fresh <laughs> night's sleep. And we, you know, we look back, we're like zombies. <laughs> she said, she said, I'll be honest. The first time that, uh, when I walked into the theater, I, uh, I was kind of concerned that you guys hated it. But we were just so just tired. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot. <clears throat> so how many times have you watched it? First off, Brandon, what are you drinking? I don't think I asked you. 
Uh, so I'm doing uh, some Irish coffee. So nice. since we're on East Coast time, didn't get too good of a sleep last night. So <laughs> doing some. You need a little some, bit uh, of a boost too. Nice. Some Maker's Mark and coffee. So. There you go. Sounds delicious. <laughs> so how many times uh, are you guys in, Brandon? How many times? Oh, man. Uh, not as much as Ryan. I think I'm in like maybe nine times at this point. Nice. Uh, kind of once I've been like, I've been just kind of keeping the, you know, regular edition on like at work, but, uh, the, the, the justice is gray edition. I have been intently watching it at night. Like when I go to bed, so I haven't really completed that one yet. I just been kind of doing it piecemeal, but so I can really appreciate it. Cause it's like, it's a completely different experience and I'm really enjoying that mm-hmm. version. So yeah, I mean that's the the last three times I've watched it have been the gray version. There's just something, oh, yeah. there's something unique about it. I mean, uh, I mean I have a video that uh, that hopefully will be coming out this weekend where I kind of talk about how it's just it just how unique you have a Justice League movie that's in four three aspect ratio and in black and white <laughs> in four hours. Like you're not. How I mean, did this happened. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Snyder just went like you know hold my beer. I'm going to show you something that you've never seen before. And when you watch that black and white, I mean, yeah, I, I I mean, I get it where people are hesitant because the way that his color palette is and the way he frames things, like sometimes things just jump, but I mean, there's just something so unique about that black and white version. It's just so indie. So just rawness to it, I I guess. You can tell it puts so much work into it. The contrast work and yeah, yeah, it's, it's great. Some, some scenes you're just like, (laughs) you catch things that you didn't even catch in, in the, regular uh-huh. colored version exactly how many uh how many watches are you in ryan uh <laughs> so at seven o'clock at seven o'clock i started my 14th um <laughs> damn no i'm with brandon i'm i'm nine in so i'll i'll, nice, I'll hit yeah. in the weekend so but yeah 14 nice yeah I'm, I'm very aware that i have a problem and my wife is telling me that i have a problem <laughs> yeah you could have worse problems that's true, true. i mean very true you know, to, to be in love with the, uh, you know, a four hour justice movie, not that bad, you know, not that bad. Right. Right. Way, way worse things. Yeah. So I, wanted to ask you, I wanted to ask you guys about the, uh, the channel. So the channel is uh cinema machine. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, so give me the backstory on what's going on here because essentially Cape cast is part of cinema machine, I guess you could say, because there's like, it's just kind of like a network kind of thing or what's going on. Yeah. So we, we have a buddy um, named Al that we kind of, we started this channel cinema machine uh, basically to review movies. And he is more of the indie type guy than we are. And we're more of the blockbuster geek, you know, comic book types. And so we kind of, we, we basically created this channel and then we created three shows. We've got cinema machine where we review just movies in general. Uh, Al has his show criterion corner where he inter- or reviews like indies and whatnot. And then Brandon and I created Cape cast because this is what we love talking about. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, that's the story behind it. <clears throat> how, how long has the channel been yeah. Oh, when August, did we start? I think. Yeah, yeah. Long. I think we started like a couple weeks before fandom. Nice. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, um, we. It's so. one of those things where we we always talk about how, like, you know, after we've been, I met Brandon kind of around the time that BBS came out, um, and so we've always bonded over Zach's movies, and mm-hmm. um, 
then JL came out and we always talk about how the day after we, we, we were both at work on our phones. We had not no, this isn't an exaggeration. We had an eight hour, like kumbaya, everything's going to be okay. Phone call. After More of Justice an intervention. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of us did. I mean, we were kind yeah. of convincing ourselves. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Exactly. So, so we were basically just like, uh, we've been telling ourselves we wanted to do something like this, where like we talk about these movies so much. Like, why don't we record it and try to build a community around it? So, um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like we were, we basically just kind of looked at your channel and Squadcast. We've been listening to those guys for a long time and uh, other, other people in this community. Yeah. And just were like, you know, Maybe we, the minute. we yeah. listen, we listen and watch this stuff all the time. And we find ourselves just like talking to our, you know, car stereos, like, like yeah. we're like, you know, in the same conversation, we're like, man, we talk about this stuff all the time. Why don't we just talk to each other about it and record it? Because <laughs> we're, we're going to do it anyway. So, right. And I think that's the way a lot of people get into it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I get that. I get asked that a lot, like in DMs where, Hey, I'm sort of a YouTube channel. What I do. I'm like, just turn on the camera, turn on the microphone and see right. what happens. You know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you look at what I was doing, you know, five years ago to compared to now, it's completely different. I, I was doing, you know, especially when I first started, it was just, hey, I think I could do this. Sure. And we do a lot of jump cutting and just talk really, really, <laughs> really, really, really fast and blah, blah, blah. And now right. I'm just, I still talk really fast sometimes, you know, depending on how much coffee I had before. Right. But yeah, but there's no, you know, it's all just now it's all raw and it's our, you know, there's no jump cutting. And then of course this all kind of took off to a, to a point where it's like, Hey, you know, everybody, let's just have a nice little discussion, relaxed discussion and stuff like that. So I always just tell people just turn it, just see what happens. And it seems like, I mean, like I said, when we, when I found out about you guys and I started watching your stuff, I'm like, oh, these, I, I don't, these guys are cool. They seem cool. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, I'm watching them. I mean, they seem yeah. like guys I want to talk to and, and stuff like that. And then, you know, we would, you know, go back and forth on uh, Twitter and stuff. So I was mm-hmm. like, all right. That, yeah. That's yeah. one of the things that's been really cool is, um, you know, starting to get involved with the community that exists yeah. around these movies. And you guys talk about it all the time on the show, but um, <laughs> there, I mean, that, that's what's great. Like you just don't see this and other fandoms. That's what's so cool about it, you know? So to actually be able to engage with folks and super enjoyed it. It's a, it's a pretty unique fandom. That's for damn sure. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's definitely a unique fandom. I mean, I mean, I, I've been through, I mean, since the beginning, pretty much, it seems like been through the ups and downs and stuff like that. But, uh, mm-hmm. but when it comes to uh, reality life, well, what's reality life like, Brandon? What do you what do you do? I see the guitars behind you. Are you a musician? What's going on? Uh, he's like, yeah. oh, these old things? Oh, these those things right there? Yeah. <laughs> for decoration, right? You know? Um, yeah, I do play music. Not as much. I played in a, in a well, I still play in the same band, but. We uh, we played a lot more heavily when I was in college, but then kind of you know life happened, family, kids, that kind of thing, and so it slowed down um, a little bit. But uh, <laughs> um, but I'm a graphic designer by trade. That's how I met Ryan. Ryan and I worked at a company called Evo Shield. If you, you follow baseball, so you probably are aware of the company yes, Evo Shield. Yes, yes. So, so the, they were the, based in the elbow guards and leg guards. They were, um, and yeah. They we made those their custom molding leg guards, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean that that company was based in Athens. That's how Ryan and I met. Um, 
and then they got bought by Wilson. And so they moved their headquarters to, to Chicago. So we got, we got kicked out of the company oh. or fired, <laughs> if you want to call it that. Um, it happens. Uh, but yeah, so yeah. I work for the University of Georgia. I do graphic design. It's not super exciting, but you know, it's fun it's for what it is. It's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a good, it's a, it's a steady gig. So it allows me to do this. That's all that matters. I mean, that's another thing too, is like, you, you know, have your base income and then it's like, you could do this and yeah, maybe, you know, eventually it could start pulling in some revenue, but it's not going to happen right away. I mean, sure. yeah. people who think like you could just hit the ground running like that. It's like, no, mm-hmm. that's not the way it's going to be. I mean, yeah, definitely not. But uh, what do yeah. you do? Uh, what about you, Ryan? Real life stuff. So I am, I basically, I do a lot of the same stuff, design and marketing, um, do some photography, um, for I, I have a company with a buddy. I would have never guessed you were a photographer by the way that your camera is like perfectly. Ryan and I, I told Ryan, I said, we're drinking every time somebody compliments your camera tonight. <laughs> I know. So, yeah. yeah no, you could always, you can always, <laughs> you always know somebody's a photographer by the way their camera is set up when it comes to a live stream. And I'm like, yep. I'm like, hey, he deals in photography. I knew it. It's so funny, man. Stephen Stephen Colbert DM'd us like asking about Ryan's like specs for his camera. Exactly. (laughs) No, I get it. Like I, I started looking at my setup. I mean, mine's just court. Of course, just more. I want to get like the whole lounge area going on. So I'm not going to do that. But I mean, but for other videos too, I'm like, man, I should probably do something a little bit better. I don't know. But uh, I always kind of wonder about that too. Like, what kind of camera? What lens are you using? But. uh, no, but yeah, I mean, it totally, totally when, when, when I, I think I, even when I watched like some of your previous videos, I'm like, there's, he's a photographer. He's got to be something. <laughs> because look yeah. at that shot. Look at how he's framed. I mean, come <clears throat> on. It just screams photography right there. So yeah, you should have, you should have seen the setup whenever he came to my house when we did our like initial reaction review in my theater. Uh-huh. It was like, it was like, you know, I, I, I don't just mess around. Get to set. So yeah. <laughs> So that, you know, Ryan had all his bank lights and, and we had like rim lighting and that kind of stuff. I was like, I just got my one little light, you know, it's like, no, we need more. We need something right. Yeah, that's right. So, so you do pretty much the same thing. Some photography, anything else? That's pretty much it. Yeah. So marketing and design photography, that kind of thing, just a mishmash of that. Um, I do all my work's essentially contract. So Um, done a lot in sports over the years. So that kind of tends to be where I, where my work lies these days. <laughs> Are you guys, so, uh, Braves fans or what's going on with baseball? I'm a huge Braves fan. Brandon okay. is an anti-sports fan. Oh no. <laughs> anti-sports. I just don't care. <laughs> okay. Like, because- if- because uh, I Go remember ahead. last night I was I took a picture of like oh yeah baseball's back you know I'm a giant man yeah I was about to yeah. say I'm like who's the yeah. cause you guys I don't know I, who operates the Twitter handle and uh, yeah, we both do, but it's mostly Ryan yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so then but I was like okay when he texted where when he commented on that I said I texted Ryan I said don't you speak for both of us now because <laughs> That's a keep that sports game stuff off the Twitter. Yeah, yeah, Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Keep that, yeah, the sports <laughs> all game stuff. Yeah. So what? Who, who's your team? My team's the Giants, San Francisco Giants. Okay. Yeah, that's nice. me right there. I mean, it was funny because uh, I mean, God, <laughs> watch the first game last night. They're up six to nothing in like the fifth <laughs> inning, yeah. and they lose like. Seven to six, or eight yeah. to, I don't even know. They blow the lead. I don't know. It's it's like yeah. oh, that's that's the Giants. Everybody, the Giants. 
we yeah. had a we had a rough we had a rough first game too. So I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's Boston 161 more of them, so I guess we're up right. the whole season. That's yeah. a beauty part about baseball. But yeah, I mean, I I mean, I've been a Giants fan not all my life. I was a Mariners mm-hmm. fan when I was younger, big Ken Griffey okay. fan. Nice. And, uh, yeah, and then yeah, it's funny too because my dad is a diehard Dodgers fan. Oh, and uh, even my uh, even my mom right here, who's in the chat, of course, is still thing. <laughs> Hi, mom. Um, you know she's uh, she's a Dodgers slash Angels fan, but um, yeah. So we grew up, and he tried to get us to be like that. But my my brother went to the Giants, like he was all, all, like a full on Giants fan. I was a Mariners fan, and then when uh, the whole Ken Griffey Jr. thing like kind of fell off, yeah. I kind of just kind of was like, eh, I'm not even really into baseball right now. For some reason, I just was not into baseball okay. for a good chunk. And yeah. then I, I, and then at the, I guess you could say I'm almost a bandwagoner because then I started getting into the Giants when they were winning a lot, and yeah. I feel bad. But that was like I, that was like That's 11 right. years ago. It was 11 yeah. years ago, and I've still stuck with them because they suck. At this me. point, you're established. Yeah, exactly. You, you've like, gone I'm through still, struggles. You're good. like last night. I, you know, re re redid my whole MLB package thing so I could watch their games, even though Excellent. they suck right now. So even yeah. though I joined when they were winning. I am still sticking with them when they're losing. <laughs> so I'm with I, you. I'm with you on the Griffey thing. One of my, yes. I got, I've got his, uh, a Mariners jersey, Griffey jersey in my closet. Nice. nice. <laughs> I, I have his upper deck rookie card, like in a fucking nice case, like that upper yeah. deck one. That, I mean, it's probably not worth as much now because baseball cards are like, who knows what the hell's going on? Baseball cards are about to take off. And are they? Yeah, yeah. Like out of nowhere. <laughs> That's They're very cyclical, yeah. Yeah, because for a minute there, it was just nobody cared yeah. about. They these. died, dude. They died. Like, yeah, I, 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 was a huge on, I think it was on Netflix when they were talking about how that just whole thing just tanked. Mm-hmm. Like cards that were worth like thousands and thousands are worth like you know, barely hundreds or something like that, or like fifty bucks. But yeah, hey, if they're gonna take off again, jeez, hold on go. to it, man. Hold on yeah, to it. Hold on to that. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, uh, Ryan's a he's a flipper, so uh, he would know. <laughs> He just I, he just scours <laughs> eBay every day looking for stuff to buy and sell. He oh, like, man, he's, a, he, he's built, specifically a hot toy flipper right now. I built an entire hot toys collection off flipping hot toys on eBay. Nice, nice. So it's yeah. worth it. See, there's still people saying mm, Henry Cavill and uh, the Suicide Squad trailer. So before we start really more diving into the uh, for Zack Snyder Justice League, which we will, and we'll probably have the panel on for that. Course, you know, if you get whenever you guys need to leave, you can, you can leave, no, uh, no problem with there. But, um, oh, we're good, man. Yeah. But when it comes to the Suicide Squad trailer, what'd you guys think of, uh, well, I guess you could say both trailers now because we yeah. had that, we had the Red Band one, which, you know, I, that was, that, that's fine. And then all of a sudden yeah. the Green Band one comes, and I'm like, well, that's, why didn't we leave with it? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I've seen your reactions. Uh, <clears throat> and I think Ryan and I probably, I think we both fall in the same category there we weren't really we kind of had stock down in the first trailer and then stock came up a little bit with the second one so um, yeah yeah the whole the whole like i don't know i think i think it's just james gunn's like humor sensibility is not this i don't know doesn't mesh with me or something all the time like i could see you know i don't know (laughs) yeah i mean like it's funny because i like slither um, much mm-hmm. like his first movie, I guess he directed, right? I like yeah. that movie, and then he had Super, which I like that too. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, but it was kind of, you know, a lot, a lot of people are kind of, yeah, it's a slow, like really small movie. Right. Um, but then, you know, when it came to Guardians of the Galaxy, I thought he nailed it pretty, pretty well mm-hmm. because it was like, I mean, when, 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 uh, Marvel announced Guardians of the Galaxy, everyone was going, really? They're going to do mm-hmm. that? I mean, why yeah. would you not want to just keep on doing like the bigger characters? And they're like, sure. no, we're going to do Guardians. And, and he nailed it. But then the sequel came and I went, okay, there's things I like, but man, too much with the humor like what the i mean there's it was just too much it yep. just got to be way too much and i kind of can see that with suicide squads like okay we're gonna get like you know is there gonna be a bunch of dick jokes Reel or, back a little bit like, yeah yeah you know, just, just. yeah <laughs> i mean we, we essentially got two dick jokes in though in that <laughs> trailer and i was yeah. kind of going uh, okay <laughs> hopefully that's not the whole thing yeah yeah the the it, yeah, the the angel splooging joke at the end yeah. was just insult to injury. I was like, what? What? What are we doing here? I don't know. People think yeah. it's funny. I just, I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't appeal to me. It's just kind of lowbrow. Um, it's, I'm surprised but, you got Margot Robbie to say that. To be honest with you. Well, I mean, to be, I mean, when she said that, she's saying it like such. It, it almost seems like is that going to actually be in the final film where they mm. might. I almost want to believe that that was just specifically for the trailer and it's not going to yeah. because it almost seems like ah, that's just going a little too much where she just sure. blurts that out. I can <laughs> understand the other one where it's talking about, you know, eat a bag of dicks and then the whole island's full of dicks from Liberty. I can understand yeah. that because that's banter between the team, but it almost yeah. seems like the, the, the Harley Quinn's angels splooging all over us. I'm like, that's probably not going to be in the final cut who knows but i don't know <laughs> i will say i did in, in the first trailer i did enjoy the like harley rescue mission and she was yeah, already that was like, funny I, I thought that was cool and then yeah, yeah just no, see, that, that part me, was but. cool because <laughs> that was very much like you know everybody's going okay we got to rescue harley but she's so unpredictable and you know you never know she could get out of a tough situation just by because she is smart even though she right. might act like a dunce and you know she's crazy, she's super yeah. smart, and that's mm-hmm. what I kind of took from that little part right there. Is oh, she knew exactly, and I actually I think I mentioned it too. Where I think I'm the last uh, with the Green Band trailer is we saw set photos where she essentially is attending a wedding or something, and mm-hmm. we actually see her like. Up, you know, approaching this party or wedding or whatever the hell in this dress before she's, you know, all kind of bleeding out and has a javelin. So something yeah. happens. Like she is going to whatever this is, you know, and then some shit happens. And I'm that's what I'm I'm very intrigued by that. I'm I'm convinced this movie is going to be nuts. No matter wh- it could be nuts good, it could be nuts bad. Who knows? But it's going to be nuts. Yeah, definitely is gonna be nice. But, but yeah, when the red band when the green band trailer came out, everybody's going, Okay, that's yeah. that's a trailer right there. That's man, right. I mean I get it. They wanted to uh you know do both. And I think even James Gunn said, um, I think he said today or yesterday said that he wanted to have you know, th- there's obviously theatrical trying to get people to go to the mm-hmm. theaters and everything. So maybe it was just like, hey, we wanted to have two versions of the trailer cool it wasn't just because sometimes right. when it's a red band trailer and a green band trailer it's essentially the same trailer but without all cussing or whatever Throwing this was like two there, completely yeah. different trailers yeah i mean there wasn't yeah, any tone yeah different completely different tone for sure and mm-hmm. that that tone just appeals to my sensibilities more uh personally <laughs> I agree. so 
Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I think uh, for me, I mean, shoot, we're all Zack Snyder fans. So story is definitely, you know, takes front seat for all of us. So I feel just for me, like the second trailer was so much more like story focused than like, just like one liners and explosions of the red band. Like, yeah, because you, you got a sense of some of the characters. I mean, you see Ratcatcher, like, you know, you see her, like, hey, there's rats around her. Look at that. Yeah. Kind of like a whole thing where they, it's almost like they're going, like, deep into some of the, the psyches of these characters. And I really hope that, yeah, I mean, yeah, we can have the one-liners and the explosions, all the craziness. Mm-hmm. But, hey, you know, let's let's dive deep into, you know, some of the, the psyches of these characters. And like you said, I mean, that's what Snyder does. So, I mean, obviously, that we just saw big time and a four hour epic, you know? Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. When I tell 14 you, 14 big times for Ryan. <laughs> it's just so. It, and it, the it stock's going up, guys. Yeah, every time. Oh, yeah. It'll go up. I'll probably watch it two more times this weekend because I feel like yeah. I'm neglecting it. I have not watched it like really this week. And I'm like, I'm, am I neglecting this thing? Yeah. Damn it. Getting I feel like I'm so Restore the Snyderverse, you know? I know. Jeez. But uh, <laughs> yeah, when it, when it comes to. Zack Snyder's just like, I mean, I mean, first off, you guys, you, you mentioned how when you saw the theatrical, your reaction, I mean, you want to talk, we could talk about that a little bit more if you want. Sure, yeah. So uh, the first thing I always mention with it, we saw it together and Brandon is a huge Batman fan. Um, good man. Good man. And there, the uh, something's definitely bleeding scene. Oh, God. I, I remember vividly looking over at, him like in the movie and i i just could like see his face just die like it's <laughs> like so what have you and he's he loves obviously batflex his favorite batman so yeah. it was just like pulling the rug out from under his feet <laughs> yeah they did my boy super dirty in that movie oh, they yeah. did a lot of people dirty let's be yeah. honest but i think yeah. cavill got it the worst or superman got it the worst but batman yeah. was a pretty Charger. close second i almost thought you know because like you said when it came to that i i saw it uh you know people know this that where i saw a press screening on the warner brothers lot and i remember just kind of i think i made this face when he said the something's definitely bleeding I went <laughs> i just kind of went like okay i could see how that could appeal to audience but it is not working with me and then with my friends and the whole theater laughed i went ah shit (laughs) yeah you just you just don't give yeah you don't give batman jokes like that he can have like moments of levity but you don't give him direct like you know like let's let's give it like something let's you know something's definitely bleeding or oh he is tall or i didn't bring a sword or whatever you it's like come on Let's not, yeah. yeah, give it to somebody else. Dry, you gotta give it to somebody. There's supposed to be a, like a dry sense of humor to him, exactly. It, right? You know, I mean, that's like, why that's why the "I'm rich" line works so well. Yeah, I mean, because it's you know it's within character, and it's funny, but it's not mm-hmm. like it's not like outside the realm of what he would say, no. in my opinion. Not I will say too that that something's definitely bleeding. It's so much more than the line too. Like it looks like he's like. Like he can't get up because he's laying on his cape, you know, like his head's like being pulled down because his feet is on his cape, and it's, <laughs> it's so it, his cape looks like a weighted blanket. Like, yeah. Just, yeah. And he's like, yeah, no, he's uh, it's like he's like a turtle, like just like on the back, yes. like, can't get up, you know, kind of thing. Like, yeah, well, that that image itself is just a visual representation of that movie in general. It's yeah, just, that's true. Yeah, quite uh, symbolic. 
<laughs> I mean, I, it, it is just, uh, you know, I've said it time and time again. It's like when you saw that opening scene with Superman with the cell phone footage, mm-hmm. I mean, I remember just being so excited. Like, hey, it's finally here. Justice League, sweet. And then just that smile just just faded when I went, oh, my God, the rumors are true. Look at his face. Look and at his the face. nonsense of the line, too. It was just yes. like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man you want it you just like this is what i've been waiting for and that and then it's funny too because again like i always compare it because i saw it for a press screen and then i saw it with yeah. friends in an actual theater setting and one of my friends who was actually in the chat was you know obviously i mean for some reason she's a henry havel fan i don't know why apparently the guy's kind of good looking i don't know but uh you know okay. but uh she she was worried about that and i kind of warned her i went you you might you might it might sting a little bit the first time you see him and then it was funny because I was sitting right next to her and I felt her like face go like just cower like just, oh god right when that opening scene I felt and I just kind of went I like I did the whole like peripheral and then I looked at her I'm like I'm sorry I told yeah. you <laughs> I was like I'm this I don't yeah somebody approved that. You know? So you're essentially the Flash in the Heroes Park. Scene yes, just- <laughs> pretty much. I'm yes, so I was like, I am sorry. so sorry. Because <laughs> I just felt her just cut her face just go, oh, no. Look what they did to him. Yeah. Oh, was, gosh. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm the Superman fan of the uh, of the pod. So, yeah, I feel I feel you and I feel her. Oh. But I also try to be like, hey, yeah. I, I remember I did a, a second kind of review. And I went, you know what? Don't look at it as... What it was supposed to be, look at it as a DCAU, like an animated film wrapped in flesh. Yeah. Do that, and then maybe you'll have a good time with it. What's funny is kind of what we had to do. Yeah. We we called each other after the movie, like when we got home, and we were like trying to like rationalize things, you know, like the cognitive dissonance stuff. Like, (laughs) (laughs) and this part was all right. But at the end of the conversation, it was just so unsatisfying. And then we had our eight hour intervention the next day. And ever since then, (laughs) there it's been. Really so when, did, when did you guys kind of like uh, realize that there was like this whole movement, this whole fandom that was trying to get the Snyder Cut released? Uh, oh, the day after? Wasn't there right. a petition the day after? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. I remember, Ryan, that petition that went up on like change.org. Yeah, Ryan Dude, was like, I was like, the got like five thousand signatures. He just yeah. kept updating yeah. me every every like five <laughs> seconds, like how many signatures it had. <laughs> Like um, holding on to something, some yes. nugget of oh, gosh. people out there know they know it's yeah. cra- it's it is just crazy thinking about that. No, now with the movie out, like you're saying, a four three black and white version of Justice League is out versus how I felt when you know yeah. when I was doing that with Brandon. Yeah. yeah, no, it's 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 absolutely crazy. Like I remember when that petition came out because it got sent to me. Hey, sign this, okay? Interesting. And then all of a sudden, when that kind of went sour, and then there was yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, we don't need to talk about how sour yeah. that went, but it did. It went a little sour. But, yeah. yeah, I was like, oh wait a minute, shit! You're not supposed to go that direction. Hold on, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was like whoa. And then all, but then it was well. Luckily, people that were involved with it like you know, yeah way and then reached out and luckily we They're all had, you know 
Yeah. It felt like it connected people. Um, yeah. And kind of got things, you know, it was a good stepping stone. And then even right. though like one of the people that did it just kind of went off the <laughs> reservation, you know, you know, just a whole I, remember, I remember looking, I was, I was probably looking at like signature number updates and then I like saw the updated description <laughs> or whatever. And I was like, Oh, okay. oh that's not the <laughs> yeah. direction you want to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that was that was a kind of a shock but then luckily you know people that were involved with it uh the other people that were involved with it kind of went all right we're going well i'm gonna go this direction and then they reached out and then it kind of just man it, it is pretty crazy how you know in retrospect like thinking like three and a half years later how you know where we're at now we actually can talk about this thing and now we're right. wanting more it is pretty crazy how it's grown and needing like, more. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's definitely <laughs> needing more. I mean, it's like, like I, mean, I was telling Ryan this the other day. It's like, like I haven't even watched Falcon and Winter Soldier. I have no motivation to watch anything but this movie. <laughs> yeah. Like nothing compares. That's how, it's like that's how Sinead O'Connor. Right like yeah, no, th- there's say, nothing. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I feel you. I know it's yeah. kind of hard. Like when, when, especially the week up, I went, "Oh shit!" I didn't watch Superman and Lois. Oh my god, there's this yeah. and that. I'm like, I, I keep on going. I keep on reminding myself, "Hey, you gotta watch other shit." Even today, yeah. I went, "Oh god, <laughs> there's a oh yeah, a new Cap uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier came out. I better watch that real quick and do a quick review before you know." And yeah, yeah. I, and I'm not. I, I totally lost. Like when it came to Superman and Lois, I totally just fell off. And now I'm trying to catch up again. And yeah. Yeah, because I'm just I like, I, if I want to watch a Superman, I want to watch it in, you know, this Justice League movie more than that, you know, or something. Yeah, I was trying. I remember yeah. uh, talking to Brandon. It was probably maybe a week after the movie came out. And I was just I had seen, you know, a couple episodes of Falcon and Winter Soldier by then. Yeah. And I was just like, man, and this isn't a knock on Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's a credit to how awesome Zack Snyder's Justice League is. But I was just like everything I watch right now just feels so shallow. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, is this, have I ruined myself for movies? <laughs> yeah. That damn Zack Snyder, man. He just, I know. well, I think that's what was kind of part of it too. When it came to the suicide squad, red band trailer, it was kind of like, ah, cool. Yeah. All right. That looks all right. You know, you know, you're, you're having fun. <clears> but when, it, when, you know, when I'm watching, when I remember when the, you know, the hallelujah trailer came out and then the trailer after that, it was just kind of like, you know, you're just, yeah. you just, you feel that, that's that hype. So, mm-hmm. you know, I had, damn that's that. I think, running, man. I think a lot of it that week was just such like a bummer week with that Ann Sarnoff uh, interview. Bad. And like, it was just like, I don't want to see anything else that they're putting out. Like, I'm just like, and, yeah. and I was so, I was excited for the <laughs> slate. Because it was like, yeah, everybody's going to get something they want. And I want to see Suicide Squad. You know, I mean, I like the first one for the yeah. most part. And, you know, I want to see what James Gunn does with us. And same thing for the Batman and Shazam 2 and all this stuff. So, like, we were still excited, but not as not to the same degree as, yeah. you know, of Snyder <laughs> stuff. And it's like, it just kind of, like, sucked the wind out of my, like, motivation as far as just wanting to see something else. Yeah. When you feel like you're not, when you feel like they're just like, we're going to do something for everybody but you guys. It's just kind of right. like... And right after, you know, everybody's taking a victory lap, like, and it's just cold water, like ice water on it. Seriously. Like the, the, the thing is it's so sad, but like if these movies, if the saga is not continued for me personally, every time that I watch 
Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, Jason Momoa as Aquaman, Margot Robbie in Suicide Squad movie. It's just got this like, like taint on it, I guess. Like I'm never like there's there's it's gonna take away some of my excitement for that movie just because this if or if this does not get completed in some form or fashion, you know, yeah. like that's a sad reality about it, in my opinion. I know. It, 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 I totally agree with you with that. There's just something like, uh, you know, even today, you know, it's, when you think about the future slate of stuff and it's like, yeah, Aqu- we're going to get an Aquaman too. But even, even watching, I don't know if you guys have done this yet, but even watching, <clears throat> I watched Aquaman after watching Zack Snyder justice league. And I kind of went, Hmm, not, yeah. it doesn't feel the same as it yeah, did. Before. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really, I'm like going, okay. Uh, it's not quite the tone. I mean, it's a, it's a lighter, way lighter tone. It yeah. doesn't feel as connected yeah. as I thought it would. You know, there's mm-hmm. like things in there. I still enjoy the movie. And I think James Wan did some very excellent uh, things with that movie, but there's things where I went, mm, I don't know if that right. was that. Did you did you actually want to do that, James? Well, I don't know if you want to do that. <laughs> that much. That's always been a question for me yes. as well. It's like the tonal, like it feels. I, mean, I don't know. I just you know you, you hear things, so we're, I'm just making assumptions more than anything. But it just a lot of that humor injection yes. feels like a Jeff Johns type yes. thing involvement. Um, but I love the action and the the sprawling like epicness of it. Like I, you know, it's well, such a like mixed bag for me. But yeah, the trench scene is gorgeous and that's why i was kind yeah. of going, if he wants to do more with the trench of course that's not happening now I, I thought well that was the best kind of like sequence of the whole movie in my opinion mm-hmm. and then even the end when like the final battle and some of those shots i went my god this this movie is absolutely gorgeous but there is a lot mm-hmm. of uh injected like you know humor and stuff the, that, that's the going, one thing that gets me yeah. in that movie i can't yeah. i I cannot take, and it, I hate it because, so I love all the uh, animated films that come out. Yeah. And th- this was like so close to throne of Atlantis for me, which is one of my favorites. And like Orm, it feels like they're just ripped out of that and yeah. plopped on live action. Like obviously <laughs> Jason Momoa was phenomenal as Aquaman costume design was incredible. Action was incredible, yeah. but that, that you try to create stakes in a movie and then you undercut the stakes with the type of poor, poorly written humor, poorly written jokes. And I just like, I lose all of the feel for, yeah. you know, what they're, you know, I lose what I'm, what they're trying to make me feel. <laughs> exactly. You know, like, you actually just nailed it right there because it seems like they try to establish some stakes. Like, Hey, these, you know, Atlanteans and Orm, he, he's like sending a message. Like we're going to send all the trash and all these mm-hmm. ships like to the surface. And it was like, Oh my God. And then all of a sudden it just kind of just, turns into like this crazy conspiratorial like you see yeah. the news broadcast where they're like ah and, and yeah. I just lost like the feel of like wait this is like a fucking threat to humanity and you guys kind of turn the it rose petal thing i just like yeah. i'm just like come on guys just uh, what what's fun like what you guys are talking about with the directors like yeah. name a dc project that has come out in the last 6 years 7 years where the director after the fact hasn't said like well, they meddled or, you know, that, that wasn't my move. Like birds of prey, yes. obviously Snyder stuff, Patty Jenkins. Like, I mean, it, it doesn't stop. Like every director seems to have this kind of issue on a DC production. I know. I know. That's the problem too. I mean, 
especially when you, you know, if we, if we were going to go back to Wonder Woman 84, which, you know, was fine, but man, I don't know if I could watch it now. <laughs> I Dude, just don't know. I couldn't uh, watch it after I'll probably I watched get, it. <laughs> I would probably get destroyed, but I, I did, I could not do that movie, man. That movie. The saving I, uh, grace for that movie was that my six-year-old liked it and that was yeah. it. Like I could like, because she liked it, I'm like, I'm glad she liked it. You know, she likes Wonder Woman, but I just, <laughs> yeah. I can't. Well, I mean, you see this movie, Zack Snyder's Justice League, and you see how the Amazons are treated in this movie. It's crazy. And then, like, that's what I, I can see kind of like your Aquaman situation where you go back and rewatch One Woman 84 and you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I almost don't want to. I'm like, I don't know if I can. Because yeah. I remember, so, you know, back in what, November or whatever, I, I mean, I interviewed Connie Nielsen. And this is before I saw Wonder Woman 84. And I'm like, hey, I'm trying to be all hyped for it. Not realizing she's in it for about, I don't know, three minutes. <laughs> yeah. She's <laughs> got a cameo. She's anything. got a blanket and you'll miss it cameo, essentially. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I, I feel, I went, oh my God, I'm, I'm sitting there talking this way. I mean, obviously she has to play, play the part because she knows that yeah. you know, she's in it or what. And I'm on, man, you're like barely in it. And you don't do anything but just give a little <laughs> bit of advice to young Diana. And that's it. I was, I really thought that they were going to do more flashbacking in that movie where they go back to all that. And then now when you see Zack Snyder, just like, wow, she did a shit ton in that movie. Yeah. She was bad ass in that movie. Unheralded queen of oh my intended of Zack Snyder's Justice League. Her perform everything she does, dude, chills like knocks it out of the park. <laughs> God, the battle! Cry. I want to see more of that. Oh my gosh, yeah. I know, and it's just and I was like, I was trying to get her back on the vodka. I'm like, hey, let's talk more about this and that. Jeez, <laughs> because sadly, I mean, you were not used at all in One Woman Eighty Four. Sadly, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean, down to the. Uh, it's just so different. The the action, everything's so physical, and the bank scene in this movie in Zack Snyder's Justice League compared to anything in Wonder Woman eighty four. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I know that I know what they were trying to do. They're doing some lighthearted, uh, very much eighties like, sure, you know. And I get that, and that's fine. And uh, you know, there. I mean, and it's funny too because. When it came to um, that highway sequence where, you know, she starts doing her thing when they're on that highway and I forgot mm-hmm. exactly where they're at, you know, and it was cool, cool. And then all of a sudden it just ends with her tumbling with like with, uh, you know, mannequin kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like glaringly <laughs> obvious scene, mannequin kids. Oh, my <laughs> that God. That scene reminded me of like the Austin Power scene where the guys, the security <laughs> guards, like put like trying to get the like steamroller to stop. Yeah. And like they just he just won't move out of the way. It's like move out of the way. Yes. Just move out of the way. What are you doing? I, it was. I was like, you guys, you guys had it. You guys were doing some action <clears> stuff. <throat> she was kicking ass. Trucks are flipping up, up and down, and everything. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you end it with like these kids that are playing in the middle of a highway, and you don't see that these trucks are like barreling yeah. down. It's like yeah. a whole convoy <laughs> coming down the road. Yeah, <laughs> we're <I> fine. Mean, <laughs> they'll go around. And then they're like, she did. Yeah, they'll just like, yeah, those fucking just, there's nobody all in the other lane. They're just going to go yeah. around. And then she swoops in and then just like grabs him and then does this whole roll. And I'm going, those kids have brain damage now. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do they not? <clears throat> Sounds like a spinoff. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Probably more interesting than that movie, unfortunately. Yeah. God, but I mean, that's, that, that's just what's rough. And then when you see how she was handled here and it was just, she was just, 
she wasn't fucking around. I mean, that opening scene, oh, these guys, these terrorists want to die. So, well, I'll give them that. I'm going to throw their head against the wall. And, yeah. you know, she wasn't caring. And then the last guy, she just totally just obliterated. We were watching it. Brandon, like, leans over. He's like, that's my Wonder Woman right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said in my initial review. I just, I mean, it's probably sacrilegious, but I just, I love how Zach treats Amazonians and, and, you know, Diana in general, mm-hmm. just, I, when compared to, uh, well, I guess the most recent <clears throat> iteration with one eighty four, I just love this version so much more, but maybe that's just me. Yeah, I mean, at the same time, I mean, I'm, I, I mean, I get that she's not taking on like, you know, a, a, a God, a freaking God that just fell down from a boom tube and she's taking on like human beings. So she doesn't need like her sword and her shield and everything like, like that. But at the same time it went, but <sighs> it just lessens. It just makes it, it just like pads it so much. Like that whole movie <clears throat> is just like the safest cookie cutter, yeah. like no stakes, just yeah. like, I don't know. I, I, it just, there's, it's just, it's a pointless movie. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Well, I mean, it's not canon at, at all because there's no, like, they don't mention that. I mean, when, even when she says like, just, two times where she mentions Steve and she says one time I lost somebody one time. It's not twice. Lost <laughs> yeah. Them, you know, yeah. you know right. every time we watched it, we watched it five times while Ryan was here. And every time, every time we watched it and she said that line, Ryan leaned over two times. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no. I mean, there's just like, no, like, Hey, we're not even going to, that, that wasn't meant to happen. I mean, and you know, the details of how they brought him back to, I was always had it like a little bit of like, why did you yeah. do it like that? That just you got you this all powerful I know, I know the, thing. Sorry, just bring him back. If you're gonna bring him back, just bring him back. Like, yeah. You, Does he have to <laughs> take over somebody else's body? Which <laughs> right, which, which is kind of creepy at the same time. Yeah, like, very creepy. Uh, and you know, I mean, good for that guy. I mean, he he's, <laughs> right. he doesn't realize that he, uh, you know, got you know, essentially, you know, yeah, yeah. Well, let's yeah. just give it yeah. that. Yeah. He had a good week with that woman. Sure. Yeah. I, I just don't understand the reasoning for even like just kind of putting that out. Like why, like they can manifest all this other stuff. Why can't like they manifest a person? Like, I don't know. Why does it got to be somebody else's body? I don't know. I mean, I if just, you're wishing something back, why didn't just that happen? Does he yeah. What's exactly. the reason for him to uh, actually have to take over somebody else's body? If you can manifest cows in the middle of the city. <laughs> yeah. You can manifest Steve. Yeah, and but then at the most part, I liked uh, you know Pedro Pascal's performance. As uh, you know, yeah. I, I liked his performance. I thought it was okay. He played a good villain. That's fine. Yeah. It's just yeah, but there's just a lot of things. And now I'm afraid to even go back to watch this, where I kind of go, oh man, after watching That's- what she did in Zack Snyder, just. Ugh. Dude, that that shot where he where she flies into the uh, the where all the kids are being held hostage. You get the yeah. like speed ramping stuff going on, but then she's got the she does like the parry, like really quick bullet parry with her gauntlets. I was like, my wife's a huge Wonder Woman fan. I looked over at her, and her eyes are just like she's so excited that she's seeing this again. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just kind of like that's. What, I mean, I mean, that's what people mainly want to see. They want to see the warrior. They want to see. I mean, as much as like, yeah, you can have like the full of hope and optimism, all that stuff like that. But you know what? When it comes down to some pieces of shit that want to blow, right. want to blow up a, a building full of kids, it's like For you know no what? Reason at all. Be like yeah. you know what? Fuck these guys. And that's exactly what she did. I mean, 
That's yep. what I love about it. I mean, when you see all that, and then she just obliterates that guy at the end. I just love how she's all, everybody okay? It's okay. It's okay. It's like, it's just <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, that's, that's part of the building. That's, don't worry about the blood the stains thing on the wall. That fine. <laughs> yeah, that's the great thing. Yes, exactly. Man. She takes that moment at the end to like show compassion. And mm-hmm. she's yeah. still, you know, she still has that. But she's also, you know, she she's she's not going to just like lasso them and like make them like change their mind. No. Uh, you know, she, it's, it's not the way the world works. <laughs> so that's no, the, no, that's no. It's way. a good contrast to like when she barges into, you know, when she barges into the to the room right there. I mean, she's got that furrow in her brow like the whole time. And she's like, I'm just going to F- I'm, I'm going to save the day. And then when it's done, she has this uplifting look on her face and she's you know going hey we're okay we're okay hey princess blah 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 you know and all of a sudden it's just like a completely different diana that's going okay yeah. now i got to be the nurturer kind of you know style and it, and i thought that was a very great contrast and the fact that they removed that from the original ah, yeah in a okay. matter of yeah. minutes in a matter of minutes from like from like amazing like adrenaline pumping action with this character wow. same scene the emotional range to have like kind of like a tear up moment at Seriously. the end of it with a little girl it's just crazy and with that, that score the score too man. <clears throat> oh my god i mean and when 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 junkie was on here and i gotta he, say your junk your junkie dude. episode was phenomenal that was dude. hilarious <laughs> i appreciate that i mean i was when I when I when it all worked out, I went, "Oh my god, I'm gonna have this guy." And I'm like, like and I, I watched this videos, and I'm like, "Okay, he's a very outgoing dude." I'm like, "I hope that this just go-. and, it, and it went so well talking <clears throat> to that guy. I mean, I can't can't wait to have him back." But uh, yeah, he was just such a delight, such an absolute delight. But when when I asked him about, "Hey, like, what what would you add to that Wonder Woman school like that theme?" and he mm-hmm. just you know what? I just wanted to make it feel ancient and like, she's a warrior. Let's make it feel. And the little additives to the whole, like just like with the, uh, you know, the singing of the, I can't even do it. I'm not even trying to do it. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Come on. Let me try to do it. No, just the little added things that he, I mean, when you first see her, when that, when, when she's standing on the, when she's on the statue Mm -hmm. and it pans down and you hear that, the wailing of the, 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 the song, it's just like, Oh my, I, First time I watched it, I immediately went. I got choked up and goosebumps at the same time. <laughs> Deadly combination. I know that feeling. I yeah, the way the that's the, that's yeah. my probably my favorite score moment in that. Well, besides the flash moment, but yes. like oh, when yeah. when his score kicks in, when the like terrorist group is like starting going to go up the stairs, and it's got that like electronic like mm-hmm. you know you know like metal guitar type uh, tone to it. It's like man. This is like it's it starts kicking into high gear. It's so great. It's, How did it's you, definitely one of my favorite parts. Describe the, the score and the theatrical cut at that point, and like I can't remember what you used to. I don't know. It's it's just like it's like it's like I don't know what I don't know what is. It's like it's a Roger Rabbit movie or something. I don't know what it yeah. is. Well, I mean, I mean, nothing against Daniel. I mean, he's had some very awesome scores. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I remember when I I put on Dick Tracy, and I for, totally forgot that Danny Elfman did that score. It's an amazing score. Uh, it worked yeah. for that movie. It, you know, when it came to trying to wh- whatever they were trying, and I remember even like back when 
you know, all this was happening and they announced that Whedon was going to be like taken over. And I, and I was trying to be optimistic. Hey guys, Snyder chose Whedon. It's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. bit, you know? Uh, and then when they w- switched over to Danny Elfman, I went, oh, okay, he's going to use some of the old score. It's going to be okay guys. Until I actually heard. Looking but, back but, on all those things, Dave, yeah. like there were so many red flags that we tried oh, to just like, Jesus you know, God. just like, uh, rationalize, I guess. Yeah, yeah. We, and it's like, why would we? Why would we think that Joss Whedon <laughs> would be a good fit to take over and and well, continue Zach's vision? Why would we think that Danny Elfman would be the one to take over from a Junkie XL? Like all these things. It's just yeah. like, what's crazy is you know we 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 see all we've seen all this stuff over the last few years about how this this movie was such a mishmash of yeah. Reed and Snyder, yeah. Johns, whoever else in DC, who knows. And then I was I was reading I think it was in uh, Sean O'Connell's Lisa Snyder cut book. Um, he actually mentions I think he mentions uh, Holt McCallany's like bank robber or not bank robbery but robbery scene on the rooftop in the theatrical oh, yeah. cut. Yeah, and he like they actually cut stuff from that too that he was yeah, he even said to that. Me. yeah. <laughs> Like, nobody's safe nobody's safe yeah exactly it's just yeah. it's crazy it's it's just a jigsaw puzzle of a movie like oh, i know well i mean i mean it's essentially you got a painter you know and i'm and i i was watching i think it was adam carolla even talked about it. he's never he's not into all this stuff but he mm-hmm. kind of commented about because uh some of the people that he works with mentioned it and it was funny because they all mentioned like Oh yeah, they saw it. So and so saw it. They they loved it. They loved they loved it. But you know, Kroll is not mm-hmm. into like this kind of stuff. But he, when it, when he was caught up on the situation, he brought up a good analogy. He goes like, "Yeah, well, if you were to bring a painter in that starts like painting this whole thing, mm-hmm. and they're about sixty or seventy percent into it, <laughs> what can you do with this? Bring in yeah. another painter <laughs> to try to paint over that a little bit or try to add to it. It's not right. gonna look. It's gonna look like shit." You know, yeah, yeah. Right. Not I think look. I think Affleck had the best description when he said it was like a uh, a cow's head with a horse's body or whatever when he was on the, <laughs> yeah. doing the way back press tour. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's pretty that, much it. That interview was so brutal. That was is that the one where he's he's they ask him the question and then he's like, well, you know, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's having a hard time. Yeah, that poor guy, man. I mean, I mean, because you know, he, I mean, being a director himself and the fact yeah. that Affleck was always. I mean, he got brought on to this thing, and it was like BVS got fucked with, Suicide Squad got fucked yeah. with, and then J- Justice League got majorly fucked with, and it's just kind of right. like, man. I mean, he just saw all this, and being the guy that like who's established and who is also a director, seeing all this. That's why when it came to oh, if they're gonna do some additional photography, I kept going. Affleck will totally be there for Snyder, one hundred percent there, and he was. I mean, yeah. even Snyder said it was kind of difficult because he was doing a lot of things, but he mm-hmm. made time to, to like, hey, I'm right. gonna help you want to do this epilogue thing that and what's funny about it is it sets up more of the universe. It's not like it just wraps things up. Right. I love the fact that Affleck, oh yeah, oh, we're gonna do something that's fucking awesome where I'm gonna interact with the Joker and oh, okay. And set up maybe possibly for okay, I'm 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 here for you, man. What do you want me to do? And he did. Yeah. So great. The the way the way that Zach handled this movie to me oh was just God. the ultimate mic drop because oh, like I, you know everybody at WB's like wanting it to be like all right, let's button this bad boy up onto the next oh, yeah, thing. They still did, yeah. And 
everything that he did like there's so many storylines you could branch off of like (laughs) the end product is just like it's like the base of a tree and you like you could go so many so many ways tree and i mean that's the way it was man and we're gonna bring in uh somebody else who's backstage mr scott mcclellan what is up hey 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 good to see you you guys again nice hoodie thank you 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 were on their uh their program they, they were they were very kind to invite me on. It was a very good conversation. Oh, man. I mean, when they, when, when they name dropped me as an inspiration along with Tim, it's just like, okay, <laughs> dude. Just, uh, I, get uh, I get it. Okay, I'll be on your show. Oh, fine. Go ahead. You know. yeah. How is that? That's the, the night the one that I want to get. Oh, wait. That's the night where you figured out your, your, uh, your thermostat situation. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Um, Dave, did I ever tell you this? I don't think he did. You know how I would always come on and be like in a, my bathrobe? <laughs> or that's like right. That's cool. like it. Yeah. 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 That's because I forgot that the thermostat down here isn't automatic like the thermostat upstairs. <laughs> so the whole reason it was cold down here was because my dumb ass didn't turn the heat on. <laughs> oh, how long have you lived there, Scott? Uh, six years last okay. month. Okay, so you know, took took so that. He had, his, he had his Suicide Squad blanket, and he like didn't know what to do. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was good. It was good for the aesthetic of like his, you know, his shot of like right. you know, <laughs> so, so it worked. You know, but anyway, Scott, how you doing, sir? I'm doing fine. My 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 baby. My baby. Yeah, oh, nice. 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 Got mine two days ago. Yeah. <laughs> and my second yeah. one from Target is Yeah. And my second <laughs> one from Target is coming tomorrow. When's your third and fourth coming? <laughs> uh well the best buy one ship today. So I'm waiting to see when that one arrives. And then that then I'll be good because then I'll have I'll have one that I'll keep because I love this cover art. Yeah. And then I have two steel books. And I I will replace discs in the steel books uh, so that I so that, you know because honestly there you go the the case is actually it's pretty it's pretty vanilla I mean it's literally just right That's just it. the 4K disc yeah. and then of course the digital code that comes with it yeah and so I mean literally I'm only keeping the cheapo plastic thing because dude this mm-hmm. just this I, still remember, I still remember when those yeah. posters came out, man. I, I was at an AutoZone. <laughs> no, no, I was at an Ace Hardware. That's what I was at. I, I remember that. I was at an Ace oh, Hardware. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. So good. And I remember when I, I like I got home and all of a sudden it was just blowing up that these new posters came out that were like that. And everybody's freaking out about them. And speaking of posters, too, did you hey Scott, did you get your Snyder Cut real poster yet? Uh, they actually came in like a couple of weeks ago. I got the frames today because I got the real oh, poster nice. and I got the crumbly logo poster. I'm still sitting here in complete shock about why the flag poster has been flag offered needs yet. to be done. But yeah, yeah that's, this is this is an additive to the uh, the Vodka Stream Lounge that really nobody <laughs> can see because I'm right in front of it. But you know, but yeah, if you guys want to get that, I did post the link down below. But uh, I was watching nice. the the episode last week. And I was laughing so hard because I know Scott's been buying everything in sight. Yes. And I was I was laughing so hard at your reaction, Dave. You're like, there was a point where Scott was sending me stuff and I just had to be like, stop, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dude, my wallet right now. I'm like, I'm not I'm not currently working in real life. I can't. I got to watch my funds, man. 
But I mean, he said, but Scott, you he sent me this, and I'm like, I can't pass that up. I want wheels <laughs> in a frame. I well, want because it. you because you were the one who were teasing, like you knew that was coming, and you were yes. te- and you were teasing us. So I mean, I already know that the reel is going. You know, I have a nice blank spot on my wall right here. Yes. That the reel is definitely going here. I don't think I can fit both <laughs> posters. So the other one will probably go in the other blank spot over there because I've got like the Jim Lee fandom poster of Robert Pattinson's Batman and some other stuff that will go. I mean, I've got I've got walls everywhere. And you know, my wife is like, Can you put more stuff on the wall? And my answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There there is always a blank piece of drywall that I can put a nail in and I can hang something on the wall. That's uh, That's the way we had, uh, we had Paul Shirey on last week and his walls are just covered. Like he's like, he's got, he's like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, he's, he's definitely running out of space. But to Um, answer, I think Ryan, you're the one who asked uh, these hoodies from the DC comic shop. Very comfy. I mean, not nearly as comfortable as, I mean, the the ink to the people ones are just like butter on you, <laughs> but these are warm. Like I've sat, I have a Flash one, this one, and a Superman one, and I've worn the Flash one, the Superman one, to some soccer games when the wind's blowing. And yeah, yeah, they nice. uh, they they keep you they keep you warm enough when the Toasty. wind's blowing. Yeah, nice. <laughs> That's good. That's good. So anyways, uh, so when it comes to uh, like stuff that happened this week, I mean, I'm trying to remember like. Anything happened this week? Yeah, nothing. What are you talking about? It was just totally just blank. No, but like I'm trying to remember like what exactly happened this week as opposed to last week. It seems like everything just kind of. That's true. (laughs) I'm like, I don't even know. Like when, when was that? When was the Ann Sarnoff? article when it was all that I and mean, oh, that was two weeks numbers. that was two that weeks was two ago weeks. yes yes at this point yeah. yeah well i'm in a snyder cut hangover right now <laughs> i mean you guys have run me around about how many times you've seen it and it's only because i had to go back to work this week and dang it this has been this has been a, a rough week for me like i I kind of like checked out that week before spring break. And then I had spring break to just kind of like devote myself to the hype and stuff. But mm-hmm. I'll be honest that this week of going back to work, I kind of had to just sort of like unplug yeah. to, to kind of like re-enter into like real life. So like, I'm still catching up on like Dave's, you know, your film junkie <laughs> live stuff. I'm still like, I'm trying to catch up on some of them while some of them like I'm laying in bed trying to watch and the next thing I know, literally your Monday night video. I, I, I literally like I woke up and it was like at the third bullet point. And I was like, Oh damn. I, okay. Yeah. <laughs> go to, go to sleep, man. Go to sleep. And, and I almost can't keep up with the news because honestly the news right now is killing my buzz, man. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it and it's like, it's true. And it's nothing there's the there's the negative stuff there's the the noise and then there's the stuff that's just like because we've reached the point that we know why this news is coming out or at least we can heavily speculate why the news is coming out it's like i just it's so hard to actually care because it's like everything they release everything that they announce is just 
them trying to dangle some sort of shiny penny in my face. And I'm like, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. No, not, right. not, not falling for this. And it's hard because it's like, I should be excited about whatever they're announcing, but their intentions are so dishonorable. It it makes it hard. The best thing I've got is the fact that I got to see that theatrical trailer for for the Suicide Squad. I'm like, okay, that trailer, that's the movie movie I want to watch. That Mm -hmm. Red Band trailer didn't do it for me. This this theatrical trailer yeah thank you that's the movie that i saw at fandom that actually got me excited what they should have led with for yes sure. <clears throat> yep yeah i agree i think we're all kind of on the same page there for sure yeah i mean it sounds about right um no but like uh yeah with some of the news that came out this week I- i'm even trying to go like what exactly happened everything's just kind of mashing together and then um you know and then Last night, we kind of get like a little tease of something where it's like, hey, hey, there's some Green Lantern right there. That's interesting. <laughs> and and then there's just, uh, I don't know. There's just. <laughs> there's the, what do, what do you guys think about the um, New Gods and Trench? That's, um, I mean, there's so. that too. Which is, yeah, I mean, <laughs> a lot of other people were like, is April Fool's? No, that's just a bad thing. <laughs> on yeah. Yeah. What got me about that was the fact that it's like after this long list of movies in development over the last five years, which you have that list, <laughs> which I have that list. Yeah. Um, it's it's so jarring to go, wow, you're actually publicly canceling something. Like yeah. I I don't know what it's like for for us just to never speak of it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because when you look at the list, that's what happens. There's a lot of movies that we just never Dude, talk about anymore. Yeah. The fail rate is. Uh, I can't tell you how excited I was for the Nightwing movie. Just so was I. Just gone. Just oh yeah. Just, From uh, right. well, what's his name? What's his name? Chris Batman, right? And I thought I was like that. That would have been perfect, you know. And I was excited for it, but that was at the time where they were going. Well, it's it's still Jason Todd in that whole thing because that, that was like three or four years ago or something like that. That was like that whirlwind where they were like, it was so exciting. Cause they were like Deathstroke movie, Nightwing yeah, movie. Like it still had all this other stuff in the mix. Like, all right, let's bring then... in uh, Mr. Stephen Colbert. What's up, sir? Hey, 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 what's, hey. Up? Oh, man. what's up? How you guys, how you doing, man? I am. I'm doing yeah, I'm, you're... Um, like so glad your microphone's on when you actually showed up. I I was fixing it backstage. I was like, I was like, yeah. I think it's all set this time. Like, oh, no, why I, I gave you some time. I'm like, make make sure that he's got his microphone. And fennel fairy butter bar, fennel fairy butter bar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my uh, my butt my um, my mute button is like busted, and so whenever I realize that it's muted, I've got to find like whatever the smallest item is I have around and <laughs> to, like stick, and it, stick in it in there and fix it. So I've got a I need a new mic, but. Oh, uh, it's good stuff. No, yeah. we were just talking about failed, uh, you know, the DC movies that were uh, <laughs> that showed up that were uh, in development that never came to be. I mean, Steven Spielberg was supposed to do like something. What happened well, to that? Blackhawks. Supposed Black to. Yeah. It's, it's been really. It's it's hilarious spending the last several years like trying to explain it because they're always like, "Whatever happened to that New Gods movie? They greenlit that three years ago." It's like, no, no, they didn't. They never greenlit. They never really greenlit. It was always yeah. smoke trying to start a fire. Yeah. Um, where and I don't know whose idea it was, but like it was, you know, Ava or whoever wanted Ava to do a New Gods movie, and so they told Deadline, 
and Deadline was like, hey, a new guy's movie is in development. That doesn't mean it's greenlit. That doesn't mean there's a cast. That doesn't mean there's a budget. And then, um, and then people can't tell the difference between a trade report and a studio announcement. And so you just go like years and people are like, oh yeah, well that new God's movie is coming out. I said, no, it doesn't have a release date. (laughs) (laughs) Never even had a finished script. Yeah, exactly. And then they were working on a treatment. It was yesterday or last week or last month or whenever it was, they finally canceled that yesterday. Um, (laughs) Yesterday. Then the last they, month, the, yesterday, exactly. Yeah. The fact that they come out and they're like, not only are they like, "Well, oh, this is no longer in development," it's like, "Gee, great!" And then everyone's like, I, "I can never tell if people on film Twitter are like feigning surprise." It's like there's like a lot of <laughs> sanctimony right. going on where they're like, "Oh, how how dare like, this happen?" I was gods. my it's hopes like, and dreams were all pinned on this movie that we hadn't <laughs> had any news about ever. <laughs> Literally heard and, nothing about. <laughs> and um, and then of course they threw that little and like the whole reason I think the whole reason they ran that article at all was to clear out a little bit of their backlog and just be like, you know, because this this decision was made a long time ago. It's not like they decided this yesterday. Yeah. Um. And so to me, the the fact they threw in that jab at like. Oh, it's because of the Snyder cut. <laughs> oh my like, god! I know yeah. that was so stupid and like, it's like, even, yeah, yeah. I mean, my favorite part was that even like a few people reacted to it. But, like most of film Twitter, like even like the anti Snyder people were like, "Yeah, that's yeah. bullshit." Like, there's no, yeah. there's, there's no yeah. way. That's... Well, and then it's funny too because they're going like, "Oh yeah, poor Ava and poor James Wan." I'm like, "Hey, do you realize James Wan's still doing Aquaman too, right?" I mean, like he's not yeah. like it's not like and, he and Ava's got. And Ava's got DMZ and yeah. Naomi. Like she's got a deal with Warner Brothers. It's just that this movie has yeah. been. But for the longest time, I I remember like just even doing my shows. Wait, what's going to happen with New Gods? I kept going. It's not going to happen. It's just it's not going to happen. It doesn't seem like it's going to happen. And then it just seemed like they yeah, like you said, they had a scapegoat. It's like oh yeah, well they're not going to do it because you know. Zack Snyder over here did like Dark Side and some of these new gods, and you know everybody's like, we don't want to like be too close. Like, what? Shut up. Do I found I, it so um, funny. Well, of course, I also wanted. I also would love to know what was their excuse for the trench not happening because I think well, that's. In- I think that's an interesting one to get. Here's the question: Was the okay. trench ever happening? Mm. <laughs> that's well, a good point. Philosophical. Well, well, the point for me was always. I remember as soon as that thing was announced. I was like, I don't care. Like it was, it was one that I didn't care about, but I also think it's interesting because, you know, we have our favorite scapegoats, but if you think about the fact that the trench was a Jeff Johns creation for the new 52 Aquaman run, you know, there's the optimist in me that goes, we just want to get that out of the way. Like, we don't want to develop that. You know, do you know the optimist in me, which I have no, I am slowly losing any hope and optimism at this point because <laughs> they are, it's been, it's been like a, a death by a thousand cuts as they just want to be like, poke, 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 poke. Did anybody and, else find it hilarious how, how WB it was that Ava put that tweet <laughs> out and then like, I don't know, a half hour later or something, the deadline article came out. Wasn't it? Movie. I thought it was vice versa. I thought the article came out. Oh, was and, it? Yeah. Well, no, well, there's, well, I think there was, the, there was the Ava tweet, quote tweeting Ray Porter saying right, right. that there's a recent decision. So that yeah. got us all like our, our, exactly. up. Yeah. Then, all our ears went up. Yeah. Right. And then like an hour or two later, the deadline article draw, uh, or I saw the Hollywood reporter. And sure. then, she then t- 
tweets out with a picture of her and Tom King saying, yeah. basically saying goodbye to the project is basically it. It was and just it, like WB was sitting back, like, we'll wait till Ava talks about it and then we'll put a <laughs> release out. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was always weird because, I mean, you know, I'm not saying that she, she's not a bad director. I mean, she's right. But I mean, I saw Wrinkle in Time and I was not impressed by that. So when I yeah. heard that she yeah. was attached to this, I went, Ugh, okay, well, hopefully. It just didn't seem like a good fit. It did not. Well, but I also, I also, I some, I have not seen a Wrinkle in Time because I have no desire to see it. I love that book. Yeah. So what I heard, don't see the movie. No, I, 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 <laughs> yeah. if you love the book, do not see the movie. My wife loves the book. She does not love the movie. <laughs> uh, so, but I also, I will jump in to defend Ava on that for the only the sake of, I could see that being more of a Disney thing yeah, than a her thing. Uh, because I know people who love her other work like Selma yeah. and other oh, things that are strong movies then I can look at something like a wrinkle in time and just go, well, that's just a more of a director for hire. They chew you up. They spit you out kind of deal. I mean, honestly, when you see Disney do that or when Warner brothers does it, I mean, at this point, are we surprised when something (laughs) like that happens? I'm, I mean, I'm not, so I'm not going to lay a wrinkle in time completely at Ava's feet when they're, from what it sounds like, because once again, I've not seen the movie. I've had no desire to see the movie, but it just sounds like that thing had script issues and all kinds of things because they were obviously trying to take the idea of the book and turn it into something else. Yeah, yeah. and it did not work. That, <laughs> it did not work. The thing about that, like. I think so many things about the way Marvel Studios operates has like, I don't know, spoiled or warped. Like people are aware of like behind the scenes stuff or like movie making processes in a way that they never were before. But as a result, that's now become a part of the PR. It's like part of the marketing is the like, oh, it's all practical stunts. It's it's never practical stunts. It's never like it's digital (laughs) doubles and it's, and like, and you, if you follow any VFX artists on Twitter, they like get so mad every time the director is like, "We didn't have any digital effects." Like, really? So what did I? What did I spend? <laughs> what was I pulling all nighters for for six months? And then, like, like, oh, it was all puppets, really. So why did I build a digital model for Snoke? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Um, and um, and so, um, and so, one of those things that that people like the the release slate or the <laughs> the plan, I guess, is we're going to get into that is. Um, is having a plan or having a, a release slate. If they're planning also, a plan so they can plan to have a plan in exactly. the future plan. But like, look at Steven, the, I, I think I commented on your plan, tweet. You plan. Out. That was hysterical. Yeah. The highlighted plan section. Oh man. And I just did one paragraph. I mean, if you do, if you do a control find on the, like a control F on that article and type in plan, then it, it shows up like a ton of times. That was just like the most densely. Popular oh, no. Do <laughs> for me, episode where where you know the Seinfeld episode where George does the risk management, yeah, uh, that's exactly. What, in order to define risk, we must first whatever risk. That is a good exactly comparison, right there. Right? <laughs> I I compared it to you know Bloody Mary or Beetlejuice. If we say it enough times, it becomes real. Like that was, <laughs> yeah. If we can say th- plan three times, the plan will appear. 
Well, and so that's what so that's what I think Warner Brothers' problem has been for for a long time. And like you compare, I I hate comparison or doing comparisons or like having putting them head to head with Marvel. But if you look at what Marvel did versus what DC did or was trying to do, was Marvel came out in like when was it before a couple years before Civil War came out and said here's our here's our plan, and they said we're gonna do. Um, well, they said Serpent Society, but that was a joke. They replaced it with Civil War at the end yeah. of the uh, at the end of the panel. Like we're going to do Civil War, we're going to do Ant Man, we're going to do plan, I guess Guardians say. of the Galaxy, etc. And and they lined it all up, and they said an Infinity War, War Part One and Two, um, which then became Endgame. And so as a result, then no matter what they did in those movies, everyone was like, "Oh, it's all part of the plan, right? It's all leading to Infinity War." And so like the fact that like Thanos changes color and between movies and. Like his his model changes, and then he shows up in Infinity War and like retcons everything Thanos had done. Nobody cares because it was there was a plan, right? They told you that we're going to start here, and we're going to end here, and then that's what they did. So, so therefore, it's a plan. And meanwhile, DC didn't do any of that at a, at a stockholders meeting. They were like, someone was like, "Oh yeah, we're doing these movies." Like there was no reveal. There was they didn't say what Justice League one and two were, and so people just kind of slotted it into the well. The way this happens is the way Marvel did it, and so therefore they're following this path. But because they didn't say like Final Crisis Part One and Two or whatever, people didn't yeah. know. Like, and so even though the the giant fucking Omega symbol in BVS, people are like, "What's going on?" It's, it reminds me it of kills um, me to see. Oh, brother, art thou? Everyone's like, "I don't get it, big man." Like what? <laughs> to see, yeah, to see these whiteboards that exist now and oh like how you couldn't like. Just get it, like just well, pull it together, guys. And I wanted to strangle it. so many people during, like, before the Snyder Cut was announced and lead up to that. The number of times I heard, like, finally got it through someone's head. Oh, there was a five-part arc. So you're saying, like, this murder Batman, his arc would have been completed in two movies. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm I wonder how that would have gone now. And like that, yeah. People literally were against this universe because they saw Man of Steel and they were like, I can't tolerate thirty movies of that version of Superman. It's like. Maybe you shouldn't tolerate 30 movies of any iteration of any character. And, and now after watching this, they're going, oh, that's what they were doing. <laughs> Superman that I wanted right there. And then they're going back and going, I get this now. Well, and then oh. meanwhile, at the same and, time, and also Snyder's brothers- coming out and saying that Justice League Part 3 is basically Man of Steel 2 because yeah, yeah. Justice League Part 3 is when he becomes the leader of, I mean, he talks about him <laughs> becoming the leader of the Justice League and leading the armies of men against dark side at the you know climax of that and, and, movie you know what and i love and i love the fact i mean this is why i love the balls the fucking balls of Zack snyder is like the, the the finale of all this was gonna have no batman he was gonna die in the previous which i thought was f- fucking fantastic i want to see batman go out in the blaze of glory but in this final full-on final act of this uh of this arc batman was not gonna be there it was gonna be full-fledged superman leading pretty much the world against dark side and all his i mean come yeah, on you want to see a saga with stakes like you've never seen in a He's superhero right. saga like yeah you, this is it <laughs> and 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 then this whole time warner brothers instead of telling people that was what was going to happen i think because probably they wanted it to continue for 30 movies and they were like well we don't want to which they if they just embraced it they would have been done already by now we're almost done we'd be waiting you know justice league 3 would be coming out like november of this year at the latest um and uh 
Um, and so instead of like telling everybody what the plan was so that people could say like, oh, yeah, murder Batman. That's part of the plan. We're progressing down the plan here. Um, they've been operating their. I think I, what I said on Twitter was something along the lines of like they've been operating their PR like like payday loans where every time something <laughs> bad happens, they're like, oh, well, Ava's doing like just league comes out and people are like, oh, that's so bad. And like, well, no, no, Ava's doing new gods. Um <laughs> And then, like that's all of a sudden this thing for and and, and it, it doesn't it never it never fabricates. So they're selling themselves short. And they're like, well, no, there's a Nightwing movie, and there's a uh, and there's a Black Superman. And like you said that one already. Their like, whole strategy is so great. You know, like, this time it's gonna be Michael B. Jordan though. And they're like, no, but you said that last time. I'm like, well, this is a this is Belzad, <laughs> not Calvin Ellis. Like, okay. <laughs> how many times? Like, how many times? It's the other Black Superman. Yeah. Because I made the joke on Twitter. I was I made the joke and I was I was nervous for a second because I was like, someone's gonna think that I'm like making a racist joke or something. But my point was that every time, every time something goes bad for, for DC, like the next day, they're like, don't worry. We got black Superman coming. <laughs> yeah. Like, where is he? I don't like, cool. <laughs> awesome. I'd love to see that. Where is he? Um, Nothing ever has momentum when they decide to go public with it. <laughs> no, exactly. Well, because none of it, none of it does because instead of, instead of selling, what they have in the works, they're always trying to get people excited for something that they don't have yet. Mm-hmm. And then when that doesn't pan out, they have to find something else they don't have yet to sell people on. And so, and now, now finally the Snyder cut comes out and people are like, Oh yeah, that was good after all the thing that they never sold. <laughs> and then, and yeah. they didn't even sell this time. Zack Snyder comes like through his own like marketing strategy and <clears throat> like artistic merit. The Warner brothers did nothing. And people say, Oh, the plan was actually pretty cool. And it's like, maybe Warner Brothers should have told people that five years ago. Right. You know what they should have done? They, there was the whiteboard. You <laughs> should have tweeted. Anyway. Like, like that shot that Jim Lee tweeted out where you can't read the whiteboard, but all you do is see this giant wall of text. All it takes. It's yeah. like you With concept get- art. Like let people right. gl- yeah. glimpse a blurry concept art of Darkseid. The fact that people weren't like freaking out that Darkseid was coming after BVS is like what? Why? Right. That was like a bigger tease than the Thanos tease in Avengers, and people freaked out over that. I don't know. Infinity. Right. That's because it was announced yes. like eight years ago. <laughs> no, I, and, and I'm not out. even. And I'm not even being hyperbolic. No, like, you're not. <laughs> like we were talking about Black Adam. When I was at another job with working with people who were retired now, like I, like <laughs> I want to say that was 2015 that they. Well, it, that's... It, it. I swear, I think Dark Knight Rises was coming out or something, <laughs> and we were talking about. That's 20. That's like 2013. That's no? why I don't. I don't know. 12. I want to see someone graph it out. Uh, I'm a. I'm a Chicago Bears fan, and so I've I've seen a lot of like my my perspective on rebooting a franchise is um i've i've got a lot of experience following guy (laughs) franchise (laughs) reboots um and um and one of the things that i learned from that that i saw really cool analysis a few years ago was someone did it um that we had a new gm and they were like let's take a look at how the old gm did and they charted out how many of our own draft picks were still on the team and which of them were starting and it was abysmal. It was like none of our first round picks were still around. Most of our yeah. starters were trades or free agents, which is like incredibly inefficient. Um, yeah. And like, and it was just like, wow, I don't know. The, the draft strategy was just gone. So the way that applies to, to movies <laughs> is that um, um, 
like look at Walter Hamada and his job is to have a roster of of movies. And what movies do we have release dates for currently that started production or started um, development under him? Um, the Flash has been in that was part of the original slate. I know it's not the same version, yeah, but I mean it's been hell. Suicide Squad Two is a sequel, or I mean it, it is a it is it is the result. Maybe it's not a direct sequel, but it was a sequel, and it that it's that same project that changed yeah. development a number of times. But it's this, the green light yeah. on that was given before he was around. Um, Black Adam was is old Shazam. I know those both come from New Line too. Is the funny thing, but those have been in the works since even before Zack Snyder came around. And um, um, uh, what's his name? The uh, Sandberg was involved in the development of Shazam since like 2005. Um, Aquaman two is a sequel to a movie that was part of the original slate. Wonder Woman three. I don't even believe that that's actually technically in the works. I think that was another PR thing, but even if it is, it's another sequel to a movie started under like what, what all of the new project, the blue beetle and the, um, and the new gods and the trench and all of that stuff that like, appeared under 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 Hamada is is either not happening or has been canceled um like where's their roster of like if i don't know that's, that's what's so confusing to me and i talked about when i was on with scott on um on squadcast a few months ago it's like where where's... your job is to fill up the content like where's the hbo max shows where's the <laughs> how, we got the, we got the have, batman show we got the batman have, show. so like you do that same analysis that i was talking about with the um toby emmerich not Toby Emmerich. <laughs> um, uh, uh, I'm, I'm crossing my franchises now. The old, the old <laughs> Chicago Bears G, um, GM uh, had a similar sounding name. Um, you do that analysis of like how many of your draft picks <laughs> are are still around. It's like none. Right. His like the entire roster is somebody else's roster that he's just like nursing across the board. Mm-hmm. Some of which he actually actively fought, like the Joker. I don't know. I have no idea functionally. It's so funny how you make that metaphor, and that I'm thinking about like my sports team. And I'm like, dude, my sports team is like Marvel because it's like <laughs> because I'm seeing her going Nick Saban, oh, Nick Saban, trust the process, and you just churn it out and you just repeat it over and over again. And what do you end up getting? Like every other year, you get a championship, and it's just it, and yeah. he stays the same, and the players come and go, but they're there for like three or four years, and then you get a fresh new batch, yeah. and you just do the same. Like or, it's it's like that. It's the it's the assembly line method like marvel studios does where if we just if you just do what we do we get stuff made and they make they sneeze and make a billion dollars yeah it's like the bane of my existence of the green bay packers like 90 percent of their roster is um homegrown draft picks <laughs> exact opposite yeah <laughs> like yeah it's uh but it's, by the way it was phil emery that's why i confused it with with emmerich i was like started to say the uh, word em, em, phil emery was the old bears gm anyway yeah. rabbit hole but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, I just I want to roll tide you, Scott, just because I have to. I always like to do that because it's my favorite thing to do because I don't <laughs> like sports, but I love roll tiding people. And I also got to say that Stephen dropped a Squadcast reference and Dave and I were the only ones that drink. So oh. we finally get on the vodka stream. Somebody name drops and nobody yeah. drinks but the two of us. Drinking, so cheers. That's why I said drink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I finished off my diet Pepsi. I had two beers at dinner. And, and I'm sorry, I'm still having to live off of two weeks, <laughs> two ago. weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, 
That was a good one. Woof. The stuff of legends. Oh, that was, that was, stuff of legends. I figured if we were gonna, if this was gonna be a late night, I needed this to snuggle with later because I watched you on that stream, and uh, you know, I just want to be. I'm, I'm in good company, so I just felt like it was. No, no, you know, it was, it was well, well, I think I think Brandon and Ryan are do some hugs at this point. You know, <laughs> yeah. we need it. Take take a couple it's shots. Been, it's, been a, it's been a crazy couple of weeks. We need some hugs. It, has it really been. has, man. Jeez. It really has. I mean. And like I said, it seems like it's all merging together because I'm going like, when was that Ann Sarnoff interview? And I'm going, was that this week or was that last week? And it was, yeah, it was essentially like two weeks ago. And here we are now. We still don't have definitive fucking numbers. Oh, my gosh. That's why that was like, I'm going to title this release the Snyder Cut numbers tonight because it's still not there and it's still frustrating. And as far as I'm concerned, I mean, not even the man himself has gotten any kind of conversation from um, anybody if i got a drop for you that i should have gotten you get uh, had you get yeah. ahead of time is uh the you know brian regan yes you ever seen the sketch where he's talking about weighing himself on the on the scale i don't know if i've seen that and, and he's like well, what if i can't see the numbers <laughs> and, and they're like well no, put the box on the scale like, but it's too big i can't see the numbers like okay well pick up the box step on the scale check the numbers get off the box step back on measure it subtract the difference of your body weight from the and he's like okay but i pick up the box and i stand on it and i still can't see the numbers <laughs> so anyway just clip out the i can't see the numbers part yeah. and the <laughs> other one the one. other one you need to do is like his er one where he's talking about the pain scale and he just keeps saying say eight Say eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that guy. I actually watched his recent uh, comedy uh, special that he had. I think it was on Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. And it's kind of funny, too, because I didn't even recognize him because all of a sudden he's like full on silver. He's like a uh, silver hair and everything. Brian Regan right now. I don't know if you guys have seen his mm-hmm. new special. I need to check this out because that's a family favorite. Yeah, no, no, he just, it just got released, and he even talks about that. He goes like, "Yeah, the pandemic happened, and all of a sudden I turned into a senior citizen." Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know how he you talks. do that really well. Oh yeah, yeah I, can do, I, can, I can do a good Brian Reagan. Yeah, yeah, I know, but the like, yellow yeah, one I, is the sun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but, no, I love that but guy. I love seriously, it. it's like, but HBO Max. I have watched my Twitter yeah. account. I've watched them tout the Tina documentary. I see them tout. I mean, I, like, you get the I Tina documentary my phone like, when I saw those numbers come out. Next day, <laughs> well, no, Godzilla versus Kong. We got something the next day, and I'm well, still going box office. Yeah, I'm but, just like you. You know, it's two weeks. They're scared. They're gonna. Do you think they're going to release everything at once and fold it into Godzilla vs Kong and just so there's, nobody ever has clarity? I, I, they're, trying, like, they're trying to pull. They're trying to pull something. They're they're fucking scared. These these people, you know, this at Warner Brothers, the, the part of that old guard. They're they're just they're scared because they know that they made a mistake and look at. I mean, look what's happened. I mean, I I mean. I, I always say this, Brad fucking Paisley, <laughs> literally, <laughs> hashtag restore the Snyderverse. That was so random, and he's got like 5 million followers. you got Leslie Jones yeah. doing a whole commentary of the damn thing. She's I'm got sorry, I've, I've seen two porn stars at this point that have been <laughs> like, I'm, I mean, Sophie D is doing a topless movie review. That's right, I saw that too. And I see her going... <laughs> Wow! <laughs> Whoa, that's well. It's, it's what become world a, am I living in? It broke out. It was a film Twitter meme. But like, if you, it's fascinating if you do a do a Twitter search for like the word Snyder Cut and like filter out all of the all of the fans and stuff talking about it. 
and I'm seeing like there's sports teams that are that are there. I saw like a sports um, update for like a, I don't know it was college sports or, or what it was. Um, no, no, it was Australia. It was rugby or something. But they were talking about how much time was left in in the game versus or how long it had been since the team had scored or something. And they were like, the Snyder cut is longer than that. <laughs> like <laughs> the length, so like, the length of the Snyder cut or like, and the idea of like a do over that's better than the first, like it's about to be added to the mirror and Webster's dictionary with the frequency with which people are using it in like colloquial, like casual, not film Twitter conversations of when we had Paul Shirey on last week, he called it a cultural zeitgeist. And that's totally what it is. Like, yeah. Well, it became it became a uh, not only what I say cultural zeitgeist, it's become a cultural bandwagon. Like you're realizing that some of these celebrities and some of these verifieds are only talking about it. I feel like because they realize it will get them clicks, it will get them engagement on yeah. their tweets, and their tweets have to either be neutral to positive. Like they know which way the wind is blowing. And they realize right. I need to talk about it. I need to express an interest in it, or I need to say something positive about it. I mean, how many other events recently do you get this kind of engagement where people feel like I need to say something about this movie and I probably need to say something positive or at least say that I'm watching it. Like you don't do that unless you feel like I'm going to be left out in the cold if I don't. And I yeah. don't know what to do with this. I don't know what it's like. I mean, besides the frustration of HBO Max not doing numbers and the studio being the studio, I am trying to understand the last two weeks of sitting here going, I don't, I'm not fighting anyone. I'm not defending this movie. I, I'm just like riding the wave, man. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I don't know what this is like. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's it's very different from anything we've experienced in this what fandom. Like, is this what it's like to be a Marvel fan? Like I yeah. don't, I, like, I don't no. know. What was the last time this happened? Wonder Woman. Like Wonder Woman. Maybe yeah. you could compare. Wonder it to Woman that. was the. Uh, I mean, if we're just looking at our download numbers mm-hmm. over at Squadcast, I mean, the last time we've had any kind of download engagement like this is Wonder Woman, 2017. That has always mm-hmm. been since 2017. That's been the yeah. one to beat. And yeah. it's on, and Zack Snyder's Justice League is on track to beat it. I mean, it was almost there. I mean, if you just look at like the 10 days, and then when you look at our all time numbers, you got to remember that like, when we're talking about all time numbers, just because something came out four years ago doesn't mean people stop downloading it. So right. when something that came out two weeks ago is getting equal to, download numbers of something that people have had four years to download. I'm sorry. Mathematically, that means something. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I mean, I remember Tim posting the numbers and you're like up 245. Yeah. That chart is like that. ridiculous. Like, that's insane. <laughs> I was pulling up. I, I do a lot of like Google trend analysis just because I work in so many different um, like, Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> You still can't see the numbers. <laughs> yeah, that's a good pull. Of it. You still can't see the numbers. <laughs> I'll have to get that drop. There I'll we go. Drop, yeah. <laughs> um, 
That was weird. Sorry, I added. I saw you like freak out. I was like, "Oh, that added weird." I should have just shared the tab. Um, <laughs> Sorry. But um, yeah, it's it's like um, we because we saw a very similar thing on ours. For um, we've been cross posting all of our Justice League by the minute episodes to the the BVS by the minute feed. Cheers. Um, and uh, <laughs> twice. Um, and, and by uh, the way, why why are you your 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 name literally says Brian Regan numbers? Oh it's man, scary. I swapped it out. From, I, 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 I was I like, wait a minute, there. because I can't see the numbers. <laughs> um, and uh, no, but in our our um, and so we hadn't we didn't have as much viewership on our um, our Justice League by the minute episodes because most people had been listening to them on the other feed, and so we're like, okay, no more of that swap over to the other feed now if you want to listen to the justice league stuff um and uh that's where we put our um like watch party commentary i think is what we what we called it and like the numbers on that were um big enough that it was like clearly it wasn't just people who are our subscribers it was like people were seeking out a commentary track to listen along with yeah. um in in a quantity that was like far greater than like what people were casually listening to our other stuff for which is um a, a huge indication but also like you look at stuff like um i think i was talking about google trends um and the the popularity of the the search term justice league is uh, last time i checked it was about as high if not higher than it was in 2017 um the search term for justice league sequel or justice league 2 is like double or triple um that, what it was in 2017 phenomenal considering the fact that Warner brothers did nothing for this movie yeah. from a and promotion that's, standpoint. And that's, that, and that's like Google. It's weird. Cause what does it mean? Are people searching it in a negative context? All we know is the fact that they're searching it, but what it does show is that the interest literally is at an all time high, the interest yep. in justice league, the brand, the concept of justice league, the, the terms people are Googling the words justice league more than they ever have in the history of Google right now. Um, and, and even, Justice League sequel and Justice League 2. And DCEU, I think, today. went up even. Like, it's... Yeah, I, IMDb today, the still popular, most popular movie, number one, and then Justice League theatrical is, like, number three. Because people are just... Yeah. Like, they're trying to figure out what the difference... Like, they're ta- they're talking about it. They're trying to research. It's just, it, and, that's and, not, and this is what gets me, is, like, so Warner Brothers, the studio... <laughs> should be the one trying to sell their product and push their product with the, crazy with the numbers and yet here we are but here <laughs> we are as just the fans or the fan press or whatever category people like us fall into i really don't what do you want what do you want it's not that simple what it's- do you want <laughs> but like whatever well, we qualify as it's like why why are we the ones who are going through insane hoops to to like point out things and point out things that steven to your point earlier like when we're getting any kind of data from third-party people where we have no parity or relativity or anything like what do these numbers mean because numbers are numbers until you give something like until you give something to compare it to and here we are as you know joe blows with a hobby 
And we're the ones trying to provide numbers and context to the numbers to say, no, this is real. Yeah. Don't you see the, the, I I feel like we, there was a, there's a narrative that like Warner brothers, PR. It's so weird to call it PR because it's anti-PR. It is it, it is literally <laughs> the opposite of, of what PR is supposed to do. Um, but but they're using the PR arm to do to do the opposite of what PR is supposed to do. And um it's um I, 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 that, that was a rabbit trail and I totally blew my train of thought. But um, <laughs> they oh I think that they got caught flat footed for somehow because you know, I guess internally that that term unwatchable got thrown around so much. I think they were expecting, or I don't know. I can't. It's so hard to grasp the concept that I think they were thinking it would come out and people would go, "Oh, I get why you didn't release that version now." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, oh yeah, Whedon did the well, best he I could. Mean, I get they, it. I like, remember when 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 Zach was saying like, "Oh yeah, they wanted to release it unfinished," and he yeah. went like, "No, you're not going to do that yeah. because one of the reasons." <laughs> like hey see it's not that great look at how fucked up it is you know what what used to work in the past like you look at when so so obviously they 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 succeeded in getting zach out of there there were the people in in the the film influencers who like got wanted to get rid of him and and he got and he was gone and warner brothers wanted to get rid of him and they got rid of him um and then justice league came out and it was like an objectively heinous (laughs) act of film um and even more if you go back and like anybody that hasn't reviewed the theatrical cut go watch the mother box scene where zach has the circular camera going around where they talk about superman's resurrection and go compare it to just like from a filmmaking technique just like basic film school 101 like blocking a scene lighting a scene you know lined like everything continuity whatever it's just it is it is beyond amateur it is like it's hard to watch because it's so cringe not because it's like bad dialogue or bad story but it is it is just insane how bad it is and yet somehow they apparently didn't realize that people were going to like this movie as much as they did because what happened in um well what happened going back to 2017 if you remember it came out and the narrative was um, like, oh, it's a step in the right direction. It got a better, like, Rotten Tomatoes than Suicide right. Squad and BBS. And all of the all of the people who didn't want Zack Snyder around said, like, well, it's a, it's not perfect, but it's a step in the right direction. Or it's like, finally, you know, well, there's some things to work on. At least, finally, Superman is smiling, even if it's with a fucked up mustache face or whatever. <laughs> but like, exactly, people, were actually, yeah. people were actually trying to they used to be able to just say things, and then that was, like, what everyone ate up. They'd, like, publish or people get in YouTube or whatever it was that their platform was. And be like, it's a step in the direct, right direction. And then like the masses would be like, Oh, it's a step in the right direction. Yeah. And then this movie came out and it feels like they did the same thing, but people are like, no, um, like, no, that was not a step in the right direction. People are like, Oh, we did the best he could. It's like, I don't no, I don't think so. And then, <laughs> yeah. and like this, and Sarnoff interview came out and that was like one of the biggest ones, Warner Bros PR, where they're now trying to say these things in the, using the old playbook of, of just kind of saying, like speaking things into existence, and um, and Beetle they, juice, beetle juice, beetle juice. Exactly the the plan or the toxic fans or the vocal yeah. minority or or all of those things, and but it's not standing because like you can't say that it's just a vocal minority when the movie's number one on um, IMDb or when the the search value of Justice League is at 
its highest point ever or when the movie's got a 70 million tweets in a day like yeah exactly the movie's at 72 percent on rotten tomatoes brad paisley's tweeting restore the snyderverse like you can't (laughs) but they didn't they didn't adjust like they didn't come out and say like wow this was bigger than we expected or like what or literally they could have said nothing but no they came Mm -hmm. out and actively acted as if this was just a director's cut that like is a special feature on the dvd don't worry about that we're going to move on and and people are like or um i remember kevin smith's reaction when they said um back when that walter hamada it's a cul-de-sac quote came out like, kevin smith's reaction yeah kevin smith's reaction was the most yeah. pure to me because th- they read it on yeah. his show and he goes can we just pause for a second why, why would you say, say that, that? Why, would, yeah. why would anybody ever mm-hmm. say that and yeah. And people, because the movie was not yet, people didn't get it yet. And you see when the movie came out, all of a sudden people are like, oh, I get it. I'm, I'm sorry, Ray Fisher. I'm sorry, Zack Snyder. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't understand what you were talking about. I get it now. Um, and that is not, that is a, do, do a Twitter search for, I'm sorry, Zack Snyder. And the, exactly you, what you're saying. Like, this is not even like, as fa- this isn't even like a fan analysis this is like purely business like yeah. look at it from a business standpoint and, and they didn't it pivot no at all they didn't react at all they just went out with their playbook of like we're gonna say toxic fans we're gonna say vocal minority we're gonna say whatever and and then and then you've got these people who are like you know even look at like like someone who we know who's a part of the circle like mario robles is like why am i now being grouped in this i'm not i'm not part of that vocal minority i'm part of the general audience they were going for and i liked it and there's a lot of people that are doing mm-hmm. that. Wait, I'm a toxic fan now. I've been not even a part of this. Why am I all of a sudden being grouped into this? And and their their failure to read the room with their their PR approach is 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 going to like they they they've been building a house of cards in the same way that they're operating their PR releases of of um of oh new gods is coming and um nightwing is coming and and like all these projects that don't materialize years of that are catching up with them now and they don't have a slate. And um, Ray Fisher was right. And Zack Snyder was right. (laughs) And the audience knows it and they don't have a plan. And the only thing they can do now is start saying like, Oh, black Superman. And I think we've got probably less than a couple weeks or, or so before like, they're going to need to have a come to Jesus moment or like, it's going to start imploding in a big way. Um, and it's kind of scary, but also kind of exciting. So it's like, I, but what's I rock the bottom f- is the question. I know yeah. <laughs> when, when does, when does the fallout occur? Yeah. Like that's the part that gets me because another thing, and, and Dave, this connects back. There you are. Dave, this connects to something that you were saying also is, I mean, you joke about how your wallet's on life support. Heaven <laughs> help my my bank account right now. Yeah, I don't know how you're doing all all the. It's it's called budgeting, guys. <laughs> I just bought I just bought a third scale black suit Superman from oh. Prime One. All right, so <laughs> has anybody gotten any of the widows? I mean, yeah. you refinance his house to get it. Which, too. which one did you get? <laughs> I got dark side. You got hey, dark side on the throne. Hey, and speaking of new gods, we got new god Matt. Oh shit! But to your I was hoping point, you were coming, Matt. I wore my Terminator shirt just for you. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> but awesome. my point is, is that there are so many. One, uh, let's not even let's not even think about how much merchandise has been purchased. 
I just want to point. I just want to point the finger at how much merchandise has been made available. How much merchandise has been? Who, who, who thought there was going to be a Martian Manhunter shirt? And I love that shirt. I wore oh it God. yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. I wore my, I wore my Deathstroke shirt yesterday. Yeah. And <laughs> it, and it's and in my mind it's like I'm sorry. I from the DC comic shop, Weta, Hot Toys, Funko, McFarlane. I I I want to look at all the different vendors who apparently were smart enough to get a license or somebody said, "Dude, you need to make this, 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 and this. So one, I just want to look at the objective fact of how much merchandise is actually being made available. Just, just someone knew something big was coming and they produced merchandise expecting for there to be a demand. And then take that as one measure and then i also want to take the other measure of and how quickly does that merchandise sell out so the point is is that mm-hmm. you i mean this is this is simple microeconomics i took this in college it's like you get the xy of supply and demand and what you're realizing is the demand is outstripping the supply yeah. and that should tell you something about the popularity well, look, look of the, the product photo. The Funkos sold out pre-orders. The pre-orders for the the McFarlane figurines were selling out. They haven't even like released even like some of the other ones yet, which is weird. But I mean, I I've been seeing like like when I posted those, like oh they're on Amazon right now. I get messages, got mine, got mine, got mine, got mine, got mine. I mean, it's it's pretty insane. The, the BVS I, enhanced edition yes, Blu-ray, got, that sold out. Um, it sold out twice. Twice. Yes. Right? Then, then they Let's, get a second. Yeah. What's um, crazy is that's, like, that's, and that's not even Justice League. Yeah, yeah, right. This is just the movie. This is this is this is the movie that is five, five years. years old. <laughs> that that guys, it doesn't even come with a Blu-ray. Literally, it is one disc. It is four K. I mean, you're talking about niche. Like like this is like niche of niche, and. They can't keep this in stock across multiple online vendors, and it's only being sold online. This is not something you can walk into a store and buy because it's a it's Warner Archive. It's a well, manufacturer and, on demand. And the the fascinating thing about that also, when you're talking about from a from a business perspective, from a um from a a customer base or a client base or managing a um a, a um, a network of, of clients is that um, that measures the, the passion uh, like normally like, uh, like marketing is really hard to get people to take action on something. And so for something like this to say like, okay, well, sure. BVS, it's a big, it's a big movie. Sure. That's going to sell out. But the specialized knowledge required to know the only people who know it exists, it's available where to get it, when to get it are, are fans. And so when it sells out, what that means is there's a lot of fans and they're passionate. And yeah. that's a hard thing to create. Now it's not like it's going into stores and people are, are like at Walmart and people are in like Joe Smith is there um, because he, that, and, and he sees it and he buys it and that's why it's selling out. No, it's selling out because there is a, a, a highly organized, highly passionate group of people that is large enough to consume the entirety of of that demand 
Um, and that's you. You can't. You can't buy that. Like like the the, the effort. Warner Brothers did not create that. Actually, or, or arguably they did, but accidentally. I. I it, it was a it was a consequence of what they did. Um, galvanized the fandom into what it is now. As because, and I, I said this in, in the comments earlier. I I'm one of those people who I never saw the other films as much of a challenge to to Zach or to the Snyder cut. Um, obviously, if like Birds of Prey and all that like blew up massively, it would have been like, well, we don't really need the Snyder cut. Um, but I I don't think that like Pattinson Batman is a threat to Affleck Batman. I think they can all they can all coexist. Um, I that ch- changed for me after the Anne Sarnoff interview because they were always like, oh, you can have multiple Batman bands, you can have whatever, and all of a sudden I realized like, no, they. Warner Brothers sees them as competitive. Warner Brothers sees this as an either or thing. And not only that, but they're telling me it's an either or thing. I was the person who was going to say like, oh, I'll, I'll go to all of them because I like all these characters and I like all these actors and these creators. And then Ann Sarnoff basically said, you can't have both of them. Um, and so we are going to choose one over the other and you have to choose one of the other two. It's like, what? What? That, that is it is literally splitting your audience in half you were taking a cut a chunk unless her intention with that well, once again the operate the way that pr department is operating unless their goal was to say we don't want the business of Zack snyder customers anymore which maybe maybe the the it's, their snyder fans are such a monkey on their back that they found that necessary but unless that was their explicit objective to say you know what let's just get rid of them do whatever we have to do to make them go away they'll go to netflix we'll be done with it that's the only if, way that there, that there's anything remotely intelligent. Even then, it's a terrible if, strategy. But if they view this fandom and the, the ridiculous support that these movies get as a problem, there's a there's a deeper, deeper problem going on at Warner Brothers. <laughs> like, can yeah. can you imagine a new movie coming? A new movie, and let's keep in mind with all the stuff we're talking about with Justice League for general and general audience for general audiences, it's a re-release. Like this movie already came out and it's still doing what it's doing. Can you imagine if you had a entirely new movie with the fandom, with WB's financial support behind it? Well, I mean, what's funny about this is this is the movie they wanted in 2017. (laughs) (laughs) They wanted this kind of fucking, you know, traction. They wanted this movie and you watch it and you go, wait a minute, this is not like how Batman versus Superman was. This is not like how Man of Steel was. This was a little more lighthearted, but it still has a lot of depth. These characters are fleshed out. A lot of Snyder stuff. like this. And ironically cool. funnier than yeah. 2017. <laughs> Can you guys imagine? This is the part that like, breaks my brain. And I've got to wonder if somebody at Warner Brothers isn't like, please. Like in the Warner Brothers marketing, is just like begging them let us use this because imagine what would happen if that day that there were 1.5 million tweets, if Warner brothers wanted there to be more than 1.5 million tweets, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Imagine if they were using the hashtag and retweeting big ones. And, 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 and if they, if they gave it their blessing, they're, like look look at the number of creatives that are scared to get involved in it because they don't want to they don't want to step on either side of this line sure. in the sand. Yeah. Imagine if Warner Brothers were like, yeah, go ahead and do that. Just how many people? Oh I mean, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, you'd get Godot and you'd get Affleck and you'd get you know you'd get all of them, but also you'd get like uh, James Gunn would be doing it and you, all the other all the other you know 
but but because there's like this this like oh no it's only the resistance or whatever the fans are supposed to even be but like that it would be it would have been like twice as twice as popular which and it already broke the end game record like it's just listen to that statement like <laughs> you are a member like of the, the rebel alliance and a traitor take her away the, fa- the fans <laughs> are the resistance how messed up is that like exactly <laughs> so and it's, and it's, it's frustrating too because like and i know I'm, i I feel bad because i'm like just like ranting and ranting and ranting and like matt has been oh, talking now um, i was about to interrupt you <laughs> blah 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 fake fucking fucked but <laughs> i'll say this and then and then i'll like turn off my fucked. mic <laughs> um but um the i thought that thr article that came out the other day was actually pretty good about toxic fandom because it talked about it talked about snyder fans and it talked about um how there's a vocal minority that's a problem and how they've donated half a million dollars to to afsp and then the rest of it was about how star wars fans bullied people of color off of social media and opposed diversity and storytelling and all those other things which i don't i don't know if it if it laid it out explicitly but the 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 toxic fandom argument, which is it very much a thing that is being levied against the let's see more Snyder stuff crew. It's it's being parroted by or it's being said by Warner Bros. and being parroted by all the journalists who don't like Snyder about huh. oh look at look at the Snyder fans. And unfortunately there are some fans that give them evidence to to prove it true. But mm-hmm. as a fundamental concept, like as the you look at like what is toxicity and what does it mean, the difference that they're talking about here is they have you know, like Star Wars fans who were like, we don't like, um, you know, we don't like these so many women being involved in the in the stories. Let's stop doing that. Or like, we don't, you know, we don't want, you know, the, there's too many people. It's forced diversity or whatever. Meanwhile, you've got Snyder fans who are like mad that so many people of color were cut. They're mad that Rick Famuyiwa didn't get to do his Flash movie about police brutality. You know, they're like they're and and not only that, but they're they're mad that that those things get didn't, didn't get done. But also, they're a customer base that were sold a product, and they were told, "We're gonna do these movies. They're gonna be Zack Snyder movies. You're gonna get Justice League two and three. And then they marketed a Zack Snyder movie um, for Justice yeah. League up until the end, and then it wasn't. And then they said, "Oh no, that movie doesn't exist." It's like the one that you sold us doesn't exist. Like, so you're openly admitting that you sold us a movie that now you're saying it doesn't exist. <laughs> Not only that, but you're lying because we know it exists. We have proof that it exists. And then the journal, and then they, they, they manipulate, they told journalists, no, it doesn't exist. So the journalists that told fans, it doesn't exist. So fans went after journalists for saying like, you're lying, do your job, look into this, put some scrutiny into this. And the journalists are like, well, you're toxic. It's like, no, you're saying that fans are toxic because they're attacking you because you're repeating the lie that a studio told you. Like, like the studio is using, was you like I don't know maybe this is a little more extreme but like basically using the like certain journalists as like meat shields um against against <laughs> the fans and then like we get to where we are today and they say like oh well no we we can't do any more of this because the fans are mad it's like well why do you it's, it's do like you the big brother mad? it's like the big brother who tells the little brother hey go kick that ant hill and yeah. then the, the, the little brother gets shocked when the ants are crawling up their leg or you kick the hornet's nest. What do you think is going to happen? <laughs> oh, yeah, You're going to have yeah. a bunch of mad as hell hornets. And like, yeah, I mean, I mean, it'd be great if the hornets didn't do that, but like the brother told him to go kick it. And he, and then he went and kicked it. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's, and it's, it's, it's such a weird, crazy mess. But I think then the fact that it, the, the results were so much better than they expected. Oh yeah. The it's harder. It, it's harder to sell the toxic fan narrative because there's so many people that are now getting grouped in that. that are like, but no, I liked the movie. I thought it was funny. I thought it was, it was great. I want more of this. Why are you 
Like yeah. I finally like this. Why are you pulling the plug on it? Um, yeah. And it's not even just the diehard fans anymore. It's, it's like the masses, so to speak, you know, that are tweeting this out. So yeah. it's and a different scenario because they're like, why are you, I just finally am into this now. There's a number of people that are like, I never watched yeah. a single DC movie and I watched all of them and I want more. Like literally Zack Snyder did more for DC than anyone, but Christopher Nolan, that's the type of thing. Someone like mock me for if I put it on Twitter, but literally there the number of people who I see, like what comics can I read? What movie, like what other movies should I watch because of this movie? God, is, the, the amount, yeah. I just need to have like, I just need to have like a, like a, like a save draft tweet of like, here's your reading list here. Cause my God, I get t- <laughs> either people ask or I get tagged and it's just like, I, well, not, do and, I have enough time today to speaking do this? Of them, <laughs> speaking of them, like knowing and being aware of the demand, I think that I think that DC knows it too, because oh. you saw the um, DC uh, the DC dot com blog put out a um, how how Ben Affleck redeemed Batman or something like that, and it it's that's that is like an official blog. Now, of course, they they have a disclaimer of like the opinions in this article are the writers and not. Do not belong to to DC Comics, um, but they they don't they're not going to greenlight an article that's like Batman should only be white ever like you know their <laughs> their articles are all things that they ultimately are okay with the opinion being put out there even if they're not pushing the opinion themselves, um, yeah. and so the fact that like that is not the type of thing that they were writing but like since when did WB or 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 DC ever say like hey Ben Affleck's Batman is great. Ever, yeah. ever, 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 ever. Even yeah. after, like they, 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 they threw him under the bus the second BVS came out, and so the fact that DC Comics is doing that while Warner Brothers is like nobody wants more Snyder, I think, to, and because DC is the one they're seeing the merch sales, they're seeing the comic sales, and to them that uptick is way more valuable. Like it's because comics aren't you know hard to sell. You want because because Matt needs to talk, but you know the one yeah. that I would love, <laughs> the one that I want to see, and we'll see it in like a month or so. I want to see the unit sales on Justice League number fifty nine. Yeah, because oh, the, Matt, covers, the variant yeah. color covers the yeah. variant covers because yeah, they yesterday. can because <laughs> they can also because now the variants have different skew numbers. Not only can you just look at how much issue fifty nine sold, you can technically even track how much the individual covers. Like, yeah. who bought the book with this particular variant cover on it? Yeah. Exactly. All right. Hey, Matt. Look <clears throat> over here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, <clears throat> how you feeling about all this, man? Oh, oh first off, first off, first off, how many times have you watched the movie? Watched what? Oh, Godzilla? Yeah. Uh, this little movie called- <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> How many times? I think, I think I'm probably up to four or five. Okay. Probably six if you count Justice is Gray. Uh, well, yeah, you count count all of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I'm, I'm up. Yeah, I'm up there. I pretty. I think the week it came out, I, I pretty much after the weekend and everything. I think I had it on the TV every time. Like I just come home, uh-huh. started up where I was. The only thing is the only thing that kills me is like if it gets screwed up. And the uh, where you were before, man, it, four hours is a long thing to fast forward, yeah. rewind back to. <laughs> I was like, man, you need a skip option, like to bounce between some of yeah, these. There's, 
HBO Max has a problem with their that the way that that's all. Yeah, they need like you can't even start it over. Yeah, there's no start over button either. Yeah, yeah, you can't because sometimes like for our videos, I have to screen capture some stuff. So I was like, you know, screen capturing stuff. So I end up moving where I was before, and now all of a sudden I'm at the end of the movie when I go to turn the TV on, and I'm like, (laughs) damn it, where was I? And I have to go back. And anyway, yeah, first world problems. Anyway, uh, (laughs) but. You know, the funniest thing for me, the irony of all this is that DC, for once, has got the hit that they've always wanted that is competing with Marvel. And now they don't want it. <laughs> it's just so funny to me. Because the, the craziest only is thing about the- that. <laughs> it's not only is it beating the numbers from like WandaVision, Winter Soldier, and Falcon, and or Clarence as I call them. Um, it's 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 doing it. It's doing what, and, and also it's a very well-rounded movie that is grabbing grabbing that mainstream audience that they've always wanted. Not only did they have an epic, serious movie that's grabbed those fans, now it has the mainstream fans, the casuals as well, and, and it's beating Marvel. What's next? Right. And they're saying, "I want to see what happens next." Exactly. Like the people, who, the people who don't yeah. know that, like Ann Sarnoff, they don't know who Ann Sarnoff is, or the fact that she said we're not doing it anymore. They like yeah. you, you look at the tweets, and the people are like, "Oh man, that was crazy! I can't wait to see what happens." <laughs> like, and, and, what, and what is WB doing? They're swiping left on yeah. Jack <laughs> I'm like, what? The it hell? just <laughs> like I don't understand why. Like, because there's only what one person that was around during like the 2017 Justice League. Like Toby's like the only one left, right? And like, why are these other people so like butthurt about this? I don't understand. Because, because they come in, they get indoctrinated, they get told like this and that. They probably even saw from the outside what happened in 2016. You know what the the brand, what happened to the brand at the time with between Batman versus Superman and Suicide Squad. They saw what happened, and they probably just. In case they just don't want to revisit that, that's the only thing I've come up with. Well, is that they were, they were also hired. Go ahead, Stephen. I'm sorry. <laughs> he hasn't gotten a chance to talk. I'm yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've been I've been home alone with my kids all day, so I'm like. <laughs> well, I was just gonna say that, that like the the, the non Emric ones, like the Hamada and the Sarnoff, were literally hired when the strategic direction. Uh, the the only plan they have had since 2017 is get away from Zack Snyder. Everything they've done has been defined by how do we get away from from Zack Snyder um, yes. without getting rid of Momoa and Godot. Like, and that's and and th- that is the trap they're caught in, and they won't go back to him. But they they can't get fully away from him without like cutting ties with some of their most popular um, actors. And so like mm-hmm. Hamada literally was like, hey, make us a slate. That gets us away from this, and and, and Sarnoff is way above all that stuff. But I'm sure to some extent was was you know shepherd us through this like give this franchise life after Zack Snyder. And so for them, to, if they were to say like you know what we're going to go back to Zack Snyder would be literally contradictory to their um, their job description, like the reason they were hired. Um, it, what, it's just it's crazy to me with the they. DC fandom last year, multiverse. Multiverse. That's like, what they keep on talking about. <laughs> use if you're gonna do a multiverse, use it as a tool to create and not as something as a crutch for it's like it's, oh, yeah, it's almost sounding like it's an excuse, like, oh well, you know, yeah, multiverse, but we, we but we they they want this like interconnecting like Marvel like 
universe so kind do of do that. So do that and just say like Zach, you have a Elseworlds thing on HBO Max. Like right. They don't, <laughs> they don't need to be that to be the popular one. That's the thing. They want like the main thing to be the popular thing. They don't want Snyder to be the popular thing. But right now, he's the fucking popular thing right now. That's that's what's so funny. That's uh if Going you think about football. every DC movie that they have put out, other than Aquaman, pretty much since Justice League, I don't know, they have screwed up in some manner. Yeah, they, Aquaman <laughs> made a billion; it did fine. But then you think about Shazam; clearly, should have been during Christmas, not wedged in between Captain well, the, so the, 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 the fake it's Captain not. Marvel and Endgame. Right. It shouldn't have been wedged in there. It would have done a lot better if it had a better time. Obviously, what they did with the Joker. They pushed everything off on other people to finance it. They barely had a freaking marketing budget. They barely put any merchandise out for the Joker. It crushed. They they totally screwed that pooch on that one. And then you see what happened with Wonder Woman 84. They're like, yeah, it kept getting pushed back, kept getting pushed back. And now they had it end up releasing on HBO Max, which provides subscriptions. But then you kind of see how that movie turned out. And Nobody talked about it either. Nobody yeah. talked about one woman. Not in a positive way. I ju- well, I just had dinner with oh, and, my best and fuck friend. Birds of prey. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Scott. Go ahead. I just wanted to make sure that was established. <laughs> Scott's like, don't do this to me. God. <laughs> <laughs> So I was talking to my friend at dinner tonight and he was like, he was asking me, so what about one woman 84? And, and he was asking for my reaction because he hadn't seen it yet. And he said, that's come out, right? I was like, yeah, it's, it's come out. I really haven't heard anything about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's, I mean, it's, it's really funny to just kind of sit back and go, Wow, it's not just Sequel. me. Well, remember, Wonder Woman one was the that was that that year's required viewing. Everyone was required to see it and have a reaction to it. Um, in the same way that people have uh, like feel required to have a reaction to to uh, Justice League now. Yeah, it's just it's just weird when you look at it and you go, yeah, it just came and it went. And I talked to a lot of general audience, like my my parents, friends of my parents, like yeah. my dad. My dad continues to be able to uh, express his opinion of, yeah, one hundred eighty-four wasn't that good. If like, like when my dad just feels compelled to just randomly share that, like I'm over for my birthday dinner, and he's like, yeah, that one hundred eighty-four, that just wasn't good. And I'm just sitting going, okay, dad, I, I, I got, I got the point. <laughs> thing, thank you very much. While he comes over on May on March 18th to watch Zack Snyder's Justice League, and he's sitting there like totally relaxed on my couch watching a four-hour movie, and then he gets up, he goes, "That was good." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just there going, "That's my dad." How does he think of Birds of Prey? He has <laughs> Matt. Seriously, I want to know. I just, I'm, I'm curious. I'm just asking. He, you, Scott. he is not. He that movie is not something that would interest him. Okay. All right. That's that nice. is not that is not his style. <laughs> that is not his style. Um, Harley Quinn is not a character that he's that interested in, so it's just not his thing. So I haven't gotten him to watch it, nor does he choose to watch it. It's my okay. it's my dad. I know how my I know how my dad works, and okay. so it's just like yeah, d- d- stay away. It's like my dad hasn't seen Joker because it's like uh, I love I love Joker. My dad would have. No interest. I still remember my dad was the one that when I finished watching Mask of the Phantasm for the first time, 
And I'm sitting there going, that movie was awesome. And my dad's going, going it was kind of depressing. It's like, <laughs> 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 the point, dad. Trust me, even when I was just 12, it's like, you don't understand, dad. <laughs> the struggle of Batman. Come on, dad. God, Master of the Phantasm. Love that movie. No, but uh, yeah, when we, <laughs> when we were talking about like going back and watching movies after watching Zack Snyder's Justice League, I didn't even think about like going back and watching Birds of Prey. I, I immediately went back to, like I said, Aquaman. And it was kind of like, like I was saying before uh, everybody showed up, it was kind of like, mm, okay, this hits a little bit differently than it did before. I still like it, but whew, I mean, it it is... Ooh, it is a different tone. It definitely is a different tone. But it, but at the same time, I'm going, James Wan still was trying to do something where, I mean, there's some fucking gorgeous shots and gorgeous sequences that happen in that movie. But there is a lot of, uh, I didn't, uh, I didn't, uh, I didn't need that. That, uh, I didn't need that, Joe. I'm, I'm going to be, that. it'll be really interesting to see how, Wonder Woman 83 or Wonder Woman 83. Adjust to Zack Snyder's Justice League. Like how the action it was approached fit. It in this movie fit. versus like will they respond to the fact that people loved Wonder Woman in this movie, or will they just or the, the Amazons? How can you have that exactly. Amazon the two exactly. Amazon sequences and yeah. And then after that, be like, no, we don't want to go that direction. <laughs> like, how can, like, like how, can, how can you have that? Um, the uh, um, Leslie Jones, we are warriors. We are warriors. Like, yeah. how can you have that? Like, go viral and then be like, uh, she just carries a shield and a and a whip or a, or a lasso. Yeah, and the like, lasso gets blown in the wind. It goes like that, <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stephen! We Steven, have you said no this earlier. <laughs> Stephen, you said that. I mean, you feel like it was just—it's just a PR move. And that, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think has Gal and Patty even said anything since they made that announcement because I don't remember them saying anything. No, they have not. Really. Um, and I've checked—I've checked several times. Patty might have referenced it offhand once but it was like she was it was brought up to her she didn't bring it up and her answer wasn't yeah. like um her answer wasn't committal it was something along the lines of they said now you said you had a plan for the story already what is that and her answer was basically like well jeff johns and i had a story but uh, um but we're gonna remember her saying that prior to the like prior to the movie coming out right right but i just don't remember them saying anything yeah. since they I announced mean, it don't worry, gc has a plan I always wish I could find the tweet, but I remember one of my the most educational kind of things that I ever read was a single tweet about um, whenever something is announced in the trades, you know that it's been like, I gave a timeline of like how it, how it happens. And it's like months of like the, if a deal is announced in the trades, it was never agreed to like the day before. Um, and so something like that, where, they, where if they ever say like, oh, due to the huge numbers, we're greenlighting Wonder Woman 3. It's like, no, that was signed already. Or um, she has a third movie in her contract already. Like she probably signed a sequel yeah. or a, tr- a trilogy contract or something. Um, and then um, or if they're if they did any sort of negotiation, it was OK. If it crosses these numbers, then we'll then we'll whatever. 
But um, the fact that it was announced the day after is just as much to me, just as much proof that it was not reactionary. Well, and, and, as, and I think like a lot of us were going, she's not going to do that one because she's going off and doing star Wars. She's got rogue squad. She's going to be working on that for like two and a half, three years, whatever the fuck, you know? And then all of a sudden it yeah. goes, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're right there. Greenlit right after. Yeah. It's like, like she's doing out. Cleopatra with God. Yeah. Right? Cleopatra yeah. too. It just <laughs> Dice just called Scott's profile photo, the white ice cube. <laughs> that's good that's good sorry that's... from the rafters yeah <laughs> oh that's good Ooh, yeah, well. <laughs> no but uh no but it, it is strange when it when it comes to all that and um like i said we're sitting here waiting for the numbers. We're already like going to be like, we're going to be going in what three weeks after this weekend. It's going to be three weeks. We don't have definitive number numbers for, for uh Zack Snyder's justice league. And, you know, as, as far as I could tell, not even the man himself is, <laughs> he hasn't even received anything either. It's it, not crazy. getting numbers tells me everything I need to know. Yeah. About how this movie like, did. If they were bad, if they were bad, exactly, it would be out there. They would be out there already. Oh yeah, look at well, how bad these numbers are. If they were mediocre, they'd be out there. One, yeah. one theory that I that I have about that because the question for me is always like, once you start establishing any sort of conspiracy, we're talking about like dozens or hundreds of people within multiple corporations that have the answer to this question, and not that these numbers are necessarily going to like leak through like back channels or anything, but the the decision to avoid having any first party numbers revealed is not like a single person with their fi- with their finger on a button refusing to release it it's not like ann sarnoff has a paper folder on her desk that says numbers and she's got them like hidden or something right <laughs> like there 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 are there are discussions being had about this um, and HBO Max's best interest is to is to hype up the numbers, provided they're good, or at least package them in a way that looks good if they if they don't look good. Um, because as I was talking about earlier, the behind the scenes stuff like box office is is just as much marketing now as ever. So like to say, hey, our movie broke box office records or whatever um, is just as significant as uh, a good trailer or or whatever. Um, and so it is counter to HBO max's best interest to hold back on the numbers. So you've got to imagine internally, somebody is advocating for the release of them. And so if they're not being released yet, um, there is, there is some interest in them not being. So there's no way that it's that they're, that they're so bad that they wouldn't be released because if it was like, Oh, it came in second to wonder woman. Well, fine. Let's release that and say like, that's, you know, it's, it is what it is. Um, like, like what some of the third party data said, but um, if if there is the the one thing that I'm as I'm trying to like, how would this be argued from a like, why would you hold them? One of the arguments I can see is, well, those numbers aren't representative. It's a highly passionate fan base. And so it's going to be front loaded. We don't want to give everyone the impression that this is the number one movie ever, because since the fan base is so small um, and the and the hype is so specific, it'll fall off after a month. So let's report the one month numbers instead of the one week numbers because that'll be a better picture. It'll all balance out at that point. Well, um, I don't. Like, 
I don't think that's going to pan out. Meanwhile, I'm I'm on my 14th viewing, and I'll probably be up to like 28 by then. Exactly. Well, and and a lot of people, a casual audience, are rewatching it too multiple times, and it's it's four hours long. So if they're going to report the minutes watched, I mean, it's gonna it's gonna blow. Wonder Woman is like 2.5 billion minutes watched or something like that. I think. Um, it's got to at least double that, I think, if not more, because it's the, 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 the legs, the digital legs, whatever that is on streaming is way better than Wonder Woman. Well, I think it goes back to the IMDB thing. It's still yeah. number one. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing here for me is that because of where this is ending, it actually lines up pretty well because we're ending there. It's at the end of the quarter one. So those, they got at least three weeks before they have to do you know, their quarterly earnings and stuff like that for investors, which then eventually become public. So they got three weeks to figure out what they're going to do with these numbers. Cause those numbers, I mean, I just looked it up the, for the quarter four for last year, it was about January 27th. So about three weeks ish, a little bit more than that before they eventually, all those numbers started becoming public, how, how much revenue it gained, all this and, the, and all those analytics. So they got to figure out what they're going to do here. They got about three weeks before they figured out, are they just going to bite the bullet and give us the numbers early or are they just going to just wait and hopefully that the numbers will just get thrown under the bus or not under the bus, but under the couch, under, you know, in three weeks. Like no one's going to pay attention. Like here they are. Bye. You know, now and you see got, it. Now you don't. They've got a stockholders meeting coming up, too, where there's going to be people asking. And like, I was going to say somebody's got to ask the question. Well, right? Stockholders can ask. I mean, if you have stock, if, if you have AT&T stock, you can ask, why aren't you um, pursuing such a lucrative franchise you know as anybody has invested in the company the stockholders are going to be like why like this is valuable and you're saying not only are you like not going to pursue it but you're like actively sabotaging it right. in the works can you explain why um and i think there you know there's going to be more than one person asking that now of course they don't answer every single question but i, I you know imagine they're going to get a few of those um, and like I said, if you own AT&T stock, you know, make sure you ask that because that's, it's, it's insane. And, um, that, uh, what that's in just a, a, a few weeks here, I think coming up. So I don't know how you. Yeah. In a couple of weeks, I actually have a share in AT&T and I'm trying to figure out if I can actually take part in that. And if anybody else has any kind of stocks, hit me up, you know, let's try to figure something out so we can actually ask and be like, Hey, you know, you got this product right here. This is hot. This is super like, I mean, again, Brad Paisley. <laughs> it out, restore. You know, White mean, hot. hot. <laughs> That's how hot it is. He's got to sing a, he's gonna make a country song about that bad boy. Man. <laughs> I, gotta, I always wonder with stuff like that. Like, does he have a social media manager? And was he like, hey, man, I really like that movie. Make sure you tweet about it. Or like, does he not? I don't know. There's a lot of those guys like don't even, they're not even on Twitter and they just have someone manage it. And so are they like, is a social media manager, like an intern who is just a huge fan. And they're like, he's never, does he have kids who type it in there and tweet it? Yeah, like. Or, like, or, or does he manage his own? Like I, I really, I'm really I curious. Mean, it was literally that. just the hashtag. That was it. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man. What? So what is, as far as you guys, your temperature on like Snyder's perspective, as far as like, obviously he's like very calculated in terms of what he posts on Vero lately, as far as like, you know, Billy Crudup 
stops, you know, he's, he's not going to be in the flash. He tweets a picture of Billy Crudup in justice league when he's watching justice league. He's, he tweets the the new gods thing gets nixed. He tweets a picture of granny goodness. There's the green lantern stuff that he tweeted or posted on Vero. There's, you know, and then the Joker clip today, like what, what do you guys think as far as like, I know that Dave, you obviously you have his phone number, so you may have even asked him, but uh, like, what's what? what? I didn't know that. Dave's never mentioned that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I keep that on the well. Well, gentlemen. Uh, I mean, I'll go, but. Uh, Dave, he's, <laughs> oh, he's I, oh, now Colbert's speechless. All right. I was actually trying to, to not jump in on that one, but. I have an opinion on it. If anyone wants to hear it, <laughs> yes, please. Um, Other breaking news: Water, wet. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm ready. Um, I think he's in in uh, DGAF mode a little bit. He knows that yeah. he's got um, in 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 in, a, in I think a very good way. He's got a movie that is highly. Um, popular and well liked and there is demand for it from more than just his fan base. Um he's got multiple franchises budding at Netflix with possibly more in the in the future. Um he's got Army of the Dead coming out soon, which by all accounts seems to be, you know, people really reacted well to that first trailer and it's gonna be um it's it's one of Netflix's like biggest you know, budget movies and it's Zack Snyder and zombies in Vegas. Like it's just that that's the like tailor made to blow up on Netflix. Um, he's been trending on Twitter all. I mean, he's the number one celebrity period on IMDb right now for a director. That's huge. Um, Unless it's George Lucas, really, or Steven Spielberg. Yeah, exactly. And um, I mean, the word Snyder, speaking of Google Analytics, the word Snyder is at its all-time high Google popularity right now. Um, And and so either he doesn't get his franchise, or he he doesn't get any more with WB, um, and he burns things down on his way out, (laughs) or um, he gets more stuff. He's fine either yeah. way. Why not? Like why he has no incentive to not talk about this stuff. He's got no incentive to not like drag that, like after what they did to him. And now people know also he's got all the sympathy in the world. Everyone watches the, the reactions. People have to this, even the people that don't like it. People are like, mm, not a fan of this movie, but man, they did him dirty. Um, yeah. And so he's got, he's got all the, the benefit of the doubt um, for, for the most part. Um, and people are excited about what he's got coming next. And so there's demand for him to be teasing stuff. Um, but also he's not doing it in a, like in a, at least outwardly vindictive way. Um, like people are excited to see his granny goodness and, and people were, people were even saying like they were excited about the new Ava's new gods movie because of the fourth world stuff and, and Zack Snyder's justice league. So for him to tease this stuff, isn't like some sort of like petty, um, like, ha ha ha, I got you canceled. It's like, you know, it's, it's all, it's, it's, it's trending. It's the, he's, he's in the, the center of like the entertainment zeitgeist right now. Um, so I think he would, well, you know, I think he's, he's made it clear that like he would, he would like to do more if the stars align, but he doesn't right. expect the stars to align and he's going to be fine if they don't. He said army of the dead was the most fun movie he's ever made. 
like he had the the best time making it out of any movie he's ever made. Um, so like, why would he be scared or worried about doing more of that? So he's going to be totally fine. Um, and he gets to just like consequence free, um, air his creative <laughs> vision for the world on his way out the door and either make WB look stupid and himself look good by people being like, yeah, why didn't you do more of that? Um, or the, or just help burn that bridge entirely. And who cares? Cause they screwed him. Like he is, he doesn't owe them anything. I just think of David. I, I think of like the David Caruso walking away from the explosion from like CSI Miami <laughs> shot. Like yeah. there's a drop. You know, it, I mean, it's, it's, it really is. It, I get so conflicted when it comes to this because do I want to see Justice League two and three? Hell yes. Who wouldn't want to see that put on screen? But then I think of, but who wants to put up with WB anymore? And it's like, he's got his Fountainhead series. He's got the King Arthur movies talked about the sci-fi movie that Deborah was talking about. It's like, dude, You know, and then, of course, Horse Latitudes being the next thing that's coming up. It's like as much as people want to give, you know, some of us crap. It's like you do realize that he stops doing DC stuff. I keep watching his movies. Yeah. What like you you do realize that I'm a fan of his work. So I'm going to watch whatever he does, wherever he does it. And I will follow him as as a filmmaker so if he stops doing dc movies cool i'll watch his other movies because i just like movies and i want to watch his movies in particular and part of me would hope for him that he can sort of just light the match with the gasoline tank you know walking behind him and like just go and go off and just go off and do these original works stop adapting stuff and just go and do ideas that he and deborah have developed on their own because that would be cool and and when we get to army of the dead we'll get to see that but before then we've only had sucker punch to be like a truly original Zack snyder work and even then, you know, we I would love for whatever. I mean, that's the one thing. It's like, okay, don't f- screw WB over too hard because, like, I still want to see your director's cut. Like, it's like Sucker Punch is now like the one sitting out there going, <laughs> "You, your time." Release the Snyder Punch. Exactly. Yeah. No, no, yeah, I'm totally uh, what you guys are saying too, and um, yeah. I mean, when it comes to him continuing, it's like, yeah, I mean, I think he really loves to do this stuff. That's why he, I mean, when it came to doing that additional photography, he was like, hey, I've had this idea for the last three years. I want to, let's do it. And if it does continue and maybe, okay, yeah, he's got the Army of the Dead franchise and maybe there's another franchise that's also going to be in the works too. That's going to be, you know, so he's going to be busy. So maybe, yeah, maybe. What, what do you? What? What are you getting at? I'm, I'm just saying. There's, okay. you know, that sci-fi. The, you you mentioned the sci-fi thing. I mean, I'm just saying that's that could be a a whole okay. other thing that he's gonna have to, you know, tackle. 
So, but Let's I'm not speaking riddles, guys. Just come on up. Say what you're. Say what you mean. <laughs> exactly. Uh, That's cute. I remember when I had my first beer. As we talk about the gasoline thing, I just picture Con Air with John Malkovich when he's like, "Sigh, a Nara." That's how I picture it. That's yeah. how I picture this whole thing is going to go. Well, I think that's go. that's my that, insight. You're welcome. I think like right now, that's what he's kind of doing. He's just like, "Hey, you guys didn't like my ideas. I mean, now I'm going to expose all of this right now, and there's still more that's going to be coming along. There is. I mean." If you thought like oh it's gonna wind down now it's gonna there's still gonna be more stuff that's gonna be coming about I mean we just saw like a little concept art of uh, Green Lantern and God knows how, what he's gonna have in store for just hey yeah they didn't want me to do that and guess what I did do that he's all he's, he's already said it keeps dangling it keeps and dangling it there's a lot of people that haven't talked on it yet also like you look at like the next Affleck Godot Momoa. Um, you know, whoever press tour, the next movie Chris Terrio does or whatever. There's a lot of people who haven't talked yet who they're all going to get asked. I mean, they were asked about it, like leading up to this letter cut when they started going around, people would ask um, like for, you know, one over 1984 or whatever that ask um, Godot, like, have you seen it or whatever? But yeah. now after the fact, the questions are all going to be like, what about um, Joss Whedon? What about Jeff Johns? Um you know, what about like all this, all this other, you know, Affleck was an executive producer. They're going to be like, what, you know, were you involved in Ray Fisher's investigation? Like these things are all going to be questions that people ask, especially because the movie was so good. And because the movie was so good, they're going to have the confidence to answer it more so than like, if, if it had come out and like, hadn't been a very, like hadn't been as big of a splash as it was, they'd be like, mm, you know, let's leave it in the, you know, like they do the, uh, the Henry Cavill of like, I'm more concerned about the future of Superman. Whereas like, who knows? <laughs> right the way that like um, Danny Garcia works, she's going to tell him focus on the future. But like, if they want him to get that Superman movie now, he might say like, yeah, you know what? It was really unfortunate that leadership, like whatever at the time, like he's like, they, they play that political game and he's in a, he has the clout now needed to, to, to throw some shade that he wouldn't have thrown before. Um, and uh, you know, that goes for the entire cast and crew um, that, you know, that has the, the fact that the, the press junket for this was so small means there's a lot of people who haven't, who haven't spoken up and those that did said a lot. So, you know, this is going to be an ongoing story for a long time and it's going to be egg on a lot of people's faces. That still hasn't come out yet. That's what's amazing. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Now I was just going to say one thing, like, no, Dave, let someone else talk for one. No, no, no. No, I was just going to (laughs) say that, uh, that uh, there's been no like real big push except for like from Ray Fisher and maybe Jared Leto. That's about it. And you know, Joe Manganiello, that's, that's the only people that have been pushing this. The main cast really have not because in their contracts, they already did push it back in 2017 and they did their press and they probably can't do it now. But the fact that there's been no push from the main actors and it's still getting this big, huge buzz. It's pretty crazy. Sorry. Go ahead, Ryan. No, uh, it's what you're saying, essentially. That, like, it's all, this is so fan-driven. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fan-driven. There's some dollars behind it with HBO Max and whatnot, but, like, I mean, just look at, like, the thing with Warner, like, if you use Warner Brothers assets in regards to, like, promotion, there's very little fingers that have to be lifted. It's just dollars, and they and it does so much. Look at Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah. the you know the money you put into it versus the effort you put into it it's just wild what 
this the fandom and verifieds and Ray Fisher and Manganella have been able to accomplish. Just imagine what that looks like amplified with cast with Warner Brothers, like with a new movie. Again, like I said earlier, it's a re-release <laughs> to general audiences. No, I know it's crazy. Like I was, I think we were all kind of hoping. Like I mean, I know Gal like. When I think when the last trailer came out or when it came out, she she showed uh, some support. She put her like in like that her IG stories, cool. And then Cavill showed a lot more support. He posted on IG and said and showed some behind the scenes shots and said congratulations, Zach, and blah blah blah. Uh, but you know some of the others just like ah, especially Momoa. Momoa was always so heavily, you know, pushing for it, and then he really didn't say much. You notice that? Like he really didn't yeah. say much after it came out. Like he was one of the people that was supporting the absolute shit out of it during interviews and all kinds of stuff. You think he got hush hushed? Yeah. And then all of a sudden yeah. he just like they, they it's almost like they gagged him. Like you can't if you want your Aquaman sequel or if you want this, that, and this, don't even talk about this movie. It, that to me seemed odd. I mean, there's literally a video where he gifted Zack Snyder a camera. And I mean, you look, you look at Jason Momoa in that, in that video, he looks like a little kid, just like, ah, I'm, giving dad, I'm giving my father, like, you know, something like a, a precious gift. I mean, he was giddy giving him this gift. I mean, he has such respect for Zack Snyder, but yet nothing. A video where he like almost he may have broken his phone at the end where he was yes. like jacked up about it being released yes and then all of a sudden it's just like now it's released there's been really nothing from him i don't know yeah well dune yeah. dune's on its way out so yeah, that's maybe they're, that's true yeah which speaking of which like i said he's gonna get questions when he does press for that people are gonna ask I just unless to- they tell him they can't i mean that's the thing right they can tell him we're not taking any questions or is that you know like- man it's hard in this business sometimes <laughs> you know you just don't know what you can say and yeah fuck yeah i want to see it <laughs> <laughs> um I, I i think what's going to be really interesting now is that like he's going to get asked about the differences between the snyder cut and aquaman and like why if those oh. movies were supposed to come out right after each other why was that different who like clearly Zach's was in the works first. So did, so they, they, were they consciously going after him or was that a decision made after Zach left? Like how, how did those incongruencies develop? Yeah. <laughs> it's a tangled web <laughs> that they've weaved. It's just wild. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's shocking to me that they like <laughs> think they can get out of it. Like, I just don't see a it, old, old Hollywood, old media, like, pre-social like this is a very containable narrative um in like five ten years ago um but not anymore and it seems like the only people that don't realize that is is wb yeah the people in Um, charge they're playing with the they're still playing with the old playbook and it's 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 not gonna work and that's me not speaking like as a as a fan who who like disagrees with them that's me like if they were to hire me to be like hey how do we how do we fix this and the option of giving Zach more movies is off the table. The option of appeasing fans is off the table. I'd be like, okay. And then I would tell them like, I wouldn't, none of what they're doing is what I would have them do. I'd like, I'd say, just don't say anything like literally like do what you did in 2018, 2018, other than the 
um, other than the Wall Street Journal article where you you positioned because remember at first fans were like, please, Warner Brothers, you gave us other Zack's director's cuts. We have faith in you that you're going to deliver on this. Uh, we know that you were in a bad spot because of you know everything that happened with Zack. Um, and then and then they came out with the Wall Street Journal thing, and from that point on, fans were like, oh, oh, that's how we're playing this. Fine. <laughs> um, it didn't have to be that way. And it, and it became that like literally if they just said nothing ever, this probably would have been over if they just never once acknowledged it. And then Aquaman came out. Um, I don't know. Now, another weird thing too, is like, well, another thing that, that they uh, have to consider is, I mean, when this thing came out, I think everybody kind of thought, okay, that's done. That's in the past. And even like the Snyders probably thought that for a moment too, even though Zach was like, Hey, you know, I do have my cut. Hey. And then all of a sudden it came out. Now there's like this buzz about it. And everybody, I think one of the hardest factors, even if Warner Brothers decides to go, Hey, okay, we want to do more. Let's restore the Snyderverse. It's like, okay, now you got to get everybody back together. That's going to be one of the hardest things. I think, you know, is like try to get the round up the whole entire cast and then, try to grow the cast too, because you're going to have more players um, in yeah. the cast. But I think like now that you have Momoa who is doing a bunch of shit, he's got Aquaman too. You got Godot. She's a superstar. Now she's going to be doing like, she's supposedly going to be doing Cleopatra. She's you now she's pregnant right now, but of course it wouldn't be for like another two years or whatever. Um, and then Wonder Woman three. I mean, there's a lot of factors where it's like, how do you try to round up everybody and try to do like some sequels? That's if, be- if we're talking, if we're talking nightmare timeline for movie two, it's like a lot of those players are the ones that you know. They're, it's not Momoa, it's not Gal. You know, True. it'd be Affleck, it'd be it'd be Amber Heard, it'd be Ezra. You know, uh, and all these people. I mean, the only like major A lister in there would be Affleck, in my opinion. Um, and and Leto, but Leto's been very vocal about wanting to work with Zach. Sure. So yeah, I just feel and like explore that. Yeah, I mean he's been yeah. very uh, vocal, but he wants to explore more of the Joker. I think he really likes playing the character because it's so. Yeah, and I even said it tonight, like when I did my video. I mean, just that little smile that he gives. I mean, that's the creepiest fucking live action <laughs> Joker smile you've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, the fact that when he does that little half little, you know, with the, yeah, <laughs> it's so. <laughs> I love it in that context of that clip too. Yeah. Like it, that, in context of that, per, like that clip that was shared today, it works a lot better than what's in the movie, in my opinion. Yeah. See, um, I disagree with you on that, but continue. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> Scott's so argumentative. Elaborate. I'm just I'm just pointing out Bite. the fact that Brandon stated that quite like an like an objective fact. I'm like, no, no, no. Let's let's back that truck up. Okay, I'm willing to hear what you have to say, but don't go don't go and like wave that around like it's like a royal pronouncement, sir. It is clearly well, better. Than it Maybe I didn't. I thought I said, and for me, it, it didn't work better for me. But you know, so and you so are correct, sir. So Scott, you didn't like the added, added dialogue or what? I, it's not that I didn't like it. I'm just saying, if we're talking about preferences, I much prefer the reaction that Jared led 
Rapido gives in the released version of the the kind of the fuck me like i love the idea of batman going there and joker being like what the hell like i i I like the joker actually being taken aback by where batman goes and then trying to play it off by going oh you're good Oh, oh, you're good. You almost had me. Like, like I like well, that interchange between the characters. I also, I think that it's, I don't know if I want to disagree with you that that was his reaction, but I think that there is a, a question as to whether or not that is an authentic reaction from him because the, because what, because Batman takes the card and then it shows like the gloved hand and then it just like, it's, it's like a, it is a very performative handshake. So I felt like there was almost a little bit of Joker being like, "Oh man, you scared me, Batman!" Like, yeah, that's the that's the yeah. vibe that I got from it. Um, uh, but but there's a the question of like, is he doing that to like to cover up actually being intimidated? Like, sure. Uh, but I think that this is the fact this that conversation is, it- is exactly why I want to see more of Jared Leto's Joker in this <laughs> in this setting. Well, like, can you imagine? This is what I want. Imagine, can you imagine the sequel when they talk about? When they're at, like at a table, like a Last Supper kind of table, yeah. and you're talking about the perspectives. Oh, of, the Rashomon effect. Yes. yes. With Robin's death, could you imagine how fucking amazing that would be? And, like after what we saw here in this epilogue, can you imagine just like a whole scene where we're actually going to like dive deep into Robin's death, and we're going to see the perspectives of both of both uh, of Batman and uh, Joker? I mean, my God. Come on, seriously. Jesus. I mean, that's gonna. I mean, I, I even I, I've said it like the epilogue, you know, the nightmare scene with Batman and with Batfleck and, and Leto. It's like that's almost up there with with uh, with uh, Dark Knight and that interrogation scene. I mean, you know, it's just it's it's up there, man. Just the exchange and everything. But if they were to have that sequel where they <laughs> where they had more scenes together it would probably blow that out of the water i mean jesus christ he said something interesting in one of the explanations that he gave that rashomon scene also um where just the idea of it that rashomon meaning joker and batman have a slightly different version of the story that they tell at the same time um but he said something about like using flashback images or Im- the, the phrasing that he used specifically made it sound very um, almost like you have Batman and Joker as competing unreliable narrators, like dual unreliable narrators over a Watchmen style um, <laughs> opening credits version of Robin's death, where it's like not an actual live action, like a very surreal, maybe like photo, like a, um, like a um what, what do you call it like a um parallax effect characters yeah. over background like um i, I don't know I, I, at least that's what what comes to my mind when he explains it that way think just about like, it like this like daniel's son and, <laughs> and johnny it's their perspectives of how it went down back yeah. in the 80s between them and annie <laughs> true there we go. Thank you. I brought it home for you, Stephen. Thank you. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of which, Rashomon is on HBO Max. So if you guys have yeah. not seen Rashomon, seriously, go check it out. I mean, it's yeah. a great movie. But I mean, just imagine. I mean, just imagine. I mean, ah, that's that's. I mean, this is 
this is the point in the conversation where you just like start getting like seething mad. Like, how are we even <laughs> having this? Like, how is this not? Yeah, how is they? How are they not? Like, already? I mean, I've said it before, and I, you know, many times. I I went down a whole wasteland post-apocalyptic. You know, on, on a weekend, I watched Fury Road and Book of Eli, and I went, okay, why can't we? These movies, both these movies, are fucking unique, and they're great. They're fantastic. Why can't we can't, why can't we explore this world with DC characters? And that's what Snyder was trying to show. It's like, Hey, yeah, there's like this whole nightmare timeline where it's, it's a post-apocalyptic and like, there's only certain survivors and it's a wasteland. And we got Batman we got, you know, teaming up with Joker and Deathstroke. I mean, so different from anything you've ever seen. And anything. here's what's, what's crazy about this whole thing also is this is the most extreme example of this yet in like where it's it's almost doesn't even count to compare them but the long line of carnage that uh and the wb is left in in its wake on the dc front of before this movie we were having these similar conversations about like justice league mortal and like oh man we were gonna see x you know all these things or um green arrow supermax or um I don't know. Scott's probably got a whole list of them too, but like <laughs> all of these, um, Oh, the Darren Aronofsky Batman and all of these, these um, like really cool sounding, like crazy DC movie ideas that like got some level of, of production done on them. The Batman versus Superman movie that they almost did in the, like around the time of the, the dark Knight trilogy. Um, and not, board in I am legend. Yeah, exactly. Not that they all would yeah. necessarily would have been good, but there have always been conversations about imagine if they had made that this sounded so cool. And now we're having that again. And, and it's, and, and it's never going to go away. I mean, if this never happens, like it's, it's going to be big either way, but like, even if it never happens, people are never going to stop talking about that nightmare movie Seriously. that never happened. Like it's gonna be twenty years from now, and people are gonna be like, "Man, like you're gonna be telling your kids, you're gonna be like, hey, you're they're gonna see Justice League, and they're like, like, wow, whatever happened?' It's like, well, let me tell you the story <laughs> about why we don't have a nightmare movie. Like, here's yeah. why there's no sequel to Justice League. Like that, a lot of guitar. That's gonna be that, that's in, that's gonna be the content that like all the movie blogs are writing in twenty years. We're gonna be like, around a fire. I put on my broken like fucking yeah. Why why there was a, the Wikipedia page? Gonna be why there was never a Justice League sequel? Like it's gonna be the, in the same way that like um. I don't know what are the other unfinished franchises. Um, there's not many of them that that are big enough for people to care. Like nobody's like, why was there never a movie to the, or a sequel to that Tom Cruise mummy? I was really curious to see about what happened with Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> man, I wanted that to be so successful. I mean, <laughs> sorry, you just brought back like a, an open wound right there. I really did. I was like, I mean that that plane crash sequence in the mummy. I thought that was pretty damn brilliant. I thought that was fucking awesome. I don't know. But then it was just, and then it just kind of just went to like, oh, this is just another Tom Cruise action flick where he's running from something. And of course he's running from, you know, a plague kind of thing. And I see what they were trying to do, but they, they had so much opportunity to like, hey, you can make this scary. You can, you really could. And it just was just goofy with, with what, what's his name? Being like the zombie that was like, haunting him in the bathroom like talking to him and like, hey, man. <laughs> like I, 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 that's where he just lost me i mean i, I well, who's that actor that uh, who's in uh, the new girl in in jurassic world ah, i forgot his name somebody's in the chat's gonna say but, it is it jake uh, johnson yes i think yeah. that's yeah 
because uh, well, he was the voice of Peter Parker in Into the Spider Verse. Yes. Yeah. He's great. He's great. But they made him in that movie to be like he was like his buddy who died, and then all of a sudden he was like this haunting him as a zombie for some some supernatural thing, and it was just ugh, it just totally ruined it for me. I don't know. We went off on a whole tangent here, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the other crazy <laughs> I wanna, thing. I want to go, go back to Brandon though, because I totally interrupted him because I was hoping to like poke the bear because I I wanted I wanted the <laughs> argument. And he's, and he's too damn southern. He's so nice. I know how this goes. <laughs> oh, I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> we are good about. Um. So what? But no, I want to uh, go back to Brandon because I was just saying. You, you, I was just no, well, I was just saying from my perspective, I thought because you can tell in that clip, you you can tell that they cut his reaction and inserted it into the theat- like the actual version that we got. Like you can see that because the background is just, you know, the green screen background and then it switches mm-hmm. to the movie. And so right. I'm, I'm just saying that it just flows like you can tell that that was his reaction for that scene and they inserted it into the theatrical. And for me, it just worked. Works better as a reaction to the clip that we got today. And you are correct, sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's two against one. Uh oh. It's not about That's being it. pop. It's still, not about I being still... popular. That's how we got where we are today. So you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes well, it it's good to push against the grain. Release the numbers on the vodka stream, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I mean it is interesting to see like that reaction as opposed to the the other reaction where it's. Uh, where he, you know, he does that handshake thing. And like you said, Stephen, is that performative? And he just kind of goes, ha, you know, you know, you, you almost got me there. I, it, mm-hmm. it, I, I am kind of torn a little bit. And I, I also find it kind of interesting too, how like, you know, when you see that added, the added dialogue, that the, the background just, you know, turns dark because they didn't put the green screen in. That yeah. was, Kind of interesting to me, but it also added to it a little bit. I'm not gonna lie; well, like there was something about it when it got dark and then it just lights up. Well, I like it. Like they were like what... entering, like just paying attention to them too, yes. and blocking everything well, else out. I liked it because like, that's them. what that's what a Snyder cut looked like for, <laughs> for a that, while. That's the version that because I I keep on saying on Twitter like I wish that I could see that version, and so seeing this version in black and white is a great example of like why it was in black and white at all yeah. because mm-hmm. that that would have been a green screen juxtaposed in the middle of the yeah. the actual background and the other shots and so making it black and white you almost i had to watch it that was the second time through before i was like oh wait that's why that's weird because yeah. it's not even the sun that's a light that they, right. that they've got there um and uh um and so like that's why that's why everything we saw is black and white is because otherwise it, you know it was it was hiding all the making smoothing all that out what i think sucks I love, though is that they're that they're not including it on the blue yes, all that yeah i i'm like just just chalk that up onto another long list of what the <laughs> hell they're not including the justice is gray on the blu-ray no th- that scene like that is, oh yeah, yeah. i mean snyder released that clip because that's literally the only way we're ever going to be able to see that alternate take yeah exactly and he, he actually, actually he he, re- he replied to a comment saying basically that the DVD people didn't want it. Ugh, I know there's so much of that, which is like just so frustrating. Well, I'm not and a DVD this- person anyway. I'm a Blu-ray person, so maybe I'll be able to. <laughs> <laughs> so you're good. You're good. 
No, but uh, even like uh, part of the dialogue that a lot of people were, I mean, at first we're going, okay, when he, when Joker says, you know, who screamed more, the the girl, the boy. And a lot of people went, well, well, well was he talking about Barbara? Barbara? And I, I, even for a minute there, I was like, is he talking about Barbara? Or is he talking about Carrie? Is he talking about what? You know, yeah. but, you know, he was just talking about Harley, of course. But... <laughs> I felt weird because everybody was bringing up. I almost felt like I was stupid because I thought it was Harley right off the bat. That's what I was. Everybody's just just bringing up all these other possibilities. I'm like, man, I must be retarded. I must be stupid because I didn't even think about that. (laughs) I thought it was Harley, and I thought it was. Yeah, at first I didn't. I didn't take a thing. Oh yeah, he was talking about Harley, but then all of a sudden everybody's going like, "Oh, is he talking about Barbara?" He's talking. Wait, and then so I was shocked oh. that this fandom took a left turn with its, <laughs> with its theories. Yes, <laughs> yes, I am. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I know everybody started going like, and I started questioning myself. I'm like, oh, maybe he's. Maybe I mean, these are the, these are the same people that think that the nightmare that Batman's trench coat and the nightmare is Jim Gordon's. I still yeah. want to yeah. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> the, the hologram was Supergirl. Oh, <laughs> I'll take I'll take the L on that one. Or uh, um, that the, one. let's hope you're not Jim, too late. Was Jim Malone Green Lantern? Was Batgirl. Uh, Jim Malone was Batgirl, and she was Carrie yeah. Kelly, and she yeah. was yeah. who else was Jim Malone supposed to be? Right, I know there's so many like. So many different, things. but but yeah, but w- when people started talking about, it, I went, uh, is 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 that the case? But now he clar- clarified it. And yeah, it makes yeah. Well, in the context Scott, of the fucking dialogue. To your credit, too, when we're talking about that just or that Joker sequence. I love so. I love the dream lens and uh, that shot that they you know he put yeah. up on zero of him just he was just up like right on that like, right face. on fucking, like, yeah. well and, that like that that's, i was waiting for that scene yeah the fact oh, that gosh. with i've never seen that like what are the lenses can do that where like literally you, you're, like, like you're like, in you his face and you just and you re- like i don't know it's, like i don't know another awesome. lens that can and do the, that the yeah. uh the like foreground flickering you get in the in the uh lens flares is just like like I, last time I watched it, I was watching the Justice Gray version, and like that's all I was watching in that <laughs> sequence was like the lens, like the foreground lens flares, how they were rotating and stuff. So like when you he put see that movie up that he Hero, shot entirely with that lens, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Um, when he put that up on that that photo up on Vera, like uh, I was just like, I cannot wait to see like what this actually t- con- turns out to be, and so I, I love yeah. that. And going back to our merchandising conversation, the same poster people who made the real poster and the logo poster have released like three Joker posters. And now you can also go onto Hot Topic and they have like a whole array of just Joker from that Nightmare Sequence (laughs) t-shirts. I'm I, I'm sitting like they got the car, they got the we live in a society. It's all shots from the nightmare scene. It's like I love how in. it's just it's just this thing turns out merchandise like and and, and that's the thing the merchandise like this is new merchandise like it just came out like yeah. they're still pushing out new merchandise because they're like yep. damn it people are gonna buy this right. stuff. But, what, but yeah, but have you noticed that they're okay? We have Martian Manhunter shirts, we have Deathstroke shirts, we have everybody Joker shirts. Is there any Joker shirts? That's what he was just saying. Hot Topics got them. Oh, Hot Topics got them. Yeah, <laughs> that's what Scott just. I know. I know. <laughs> like, you know just 
<laughs> not having Jeez, there it is. No, but I'm like, is... why, why are those not in the DC shop? Like, I yeah, know I should take another drink. Um, <laughs> no, but like, Do why you really, those... Dave? Do I know, no, no. Really? But why aren't those in the DC shop? Well, what I want to know is why they don't have any Joker shirts, though. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a meme, and I'm. <laughs> Because Hot Chocolate went all in on the Birds of Prey merch. And yeah, they did. The shelves were completely stocked all the time whenever I would go into the mall. <laughs> I'm a mall walker at work, so I would go up, I, hop into I, Hot Topic and, you know, it's always I full shelves. Tr- how triggered people get by hot topic too. Like, I don't, I don't like <laughs> hot topic. I don't know if I've ever purchased anything from hot topic. I usually, if I'm at the mall, I'll like walk through like, like people watching or like to be like, I wonder what they got in there now. Um, but it's like, not my, not my thing. Um, but like when, when Leto's Joker originally came out, I remember that was like the buzzword of like, it's the hot topic Joker or whatever, as if that's like inherently yeah, yeah. an insult where it's like, Oh, clearly. So there's, you're, there's a, fr- there's a, a brand or like a franchise that clearly has customer support because it exists and has existed forever to be like enough. Like it's, it's enough of a brand that Joker comes out and you would say he's the hot topic Joker. Like that tells you how like secure their like demographic is. And so it's hilarious. That's like, of course it's also Joker. Like what, what are you supposed to be like? Oh, that's the Nordstrom's Joker. Like <laughs> what? The forever 21. Um, yeah. Like what? <laughs> Yeah, um, that's the the buckle Joker, um, and although that that would be like the Frank Miller Joker is like almost buckle Joker, right? But um, yeah, so it's just it's always been funny to me that people oh, would like right. throw that as an insult, where it's like, oh, so you mean like the Joker fan base likes this Joker? <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh, yeah, they've got like a hilarious. They do have uh, yeah, Joker. Yeah, they got the oh, truth. Sorry. They got the truce, Bruce. A truce, Bruce. A, I love that line. A, In the D, yeah, I'm totally buying the shirt. All kinds of stuff. I'm like totally multi pages of stuff. What, yeah, you, because, okay, throw, throw it up, Dave. Which which shirt Scott. are you? Right here, right here. Right. Right. I did. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> like, let me get my credit card real quick. Yeah, guys. I knew it wasn't. Scott is sweating. I knew it was great. Look right there, right there. I knew. I like look right there. They got the true a truce, Bruce. Right there. Speaking of that, that depth of depth of field. Oh, oh yeah. that's on the exactly. DC shop. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. The DC shop didn't have. It didn't feel like they had any Joker stuff in there. They, you see all the other ones they've got. They've got like yeah, they got more now. <laughs> all kinds of stuff in there. Holy crap! Look at this. I mean, they got they got look. They got Suicide Squad stuff. They got this. Look at this right. Wow, that's just Batman and Joker. Yeah, they've got a hashtag Snyder Cut Joker shirt. They've got. Tank tops, sweatshirts. They even got the Joker shirt that has hashtag Snyder Cut on it. Yep. <laughs> they got these pins. Look, look at like, yeah. DC. Oh yeah, that's the DC. Okay, I was gonna say DC shop has those because this is the DC shop. Exactly. Wow, you guys are doing oh, great. There you go. That's the. Uh, <laughs> they they that's also the got they they, they do hashtag got, one. yeah hashtag Snyder Cut right there. So. Wow. Wow. So wait. So okay. So it is. It is April. It's now April third. Where in in my time zone? Uh, <laughs> That's a twenty month or half month after the movie comes out. <laughs> April third, twenty twenty one. Reporting back to uh, to Stephen on November seventeenth, uh, twenty seventeen. 
um, I am looking at a hashtag Snyder Cut shirt with Jared Leto's Joker on it in the official DC shop. Right? <laughs> <What? It's> crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Man. Imagine, imagine when there's a hashtag Restore the Snyderverse shirt in the official DC shop, <laughs> and, that, and that's all they met. That's all they do. They don't mention been, it anywhere else. I'm waiting for the. <laughs> I'm waiting for the Harley Quinn show to come out now with their hashtag re, uh, restored the Snyderverse guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want that guy now. <laughs> I, I'm still waiting for some follow up now that like it's been released. It's like I please do something with it because that show can get away with it, and I'm there well, for it. And I'm I'm hopeful also that like because the creators got so much positive play with. I mean, I know people that were like DMing with them. Um, and like bought it. Like, I think they, I know they bought the shirts, the AFSP, the ink to the people shirts. Um, and so I'm really curious on if they like give the character, uh, like if their if their interactions with fans will influence the way the character is presented. Yeah. I wonder. Hmm. Somebody needs to do something with it. Yeah. Please. <laughs> well, what the Simpsons already had the um, unreleased the Snyder Cut. Yeah. Yes. Jack even posted about that. Um, like, yeah, yeah. Even in context, look at it. it's right there. What was like the banner where those people were at or something like that? It was like it was I like the troll. It's like the troll yeah. zone or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, which is hilarious because the the people who who thought they were the majority who were like so comfortable like throwing their stones and like being condescending before like those are the unreleased the Snyder cut people. And so it's like funny to kind of be in this position now where like the Simpsons is like, Oh yeah, those are the actual, the actual trolls are the ones that are like unreleased the Snyder cut. <laughs> Dude, I'm still getting that shirt. A truce Bruce. Come on. That was the best. line. <laughs> that was such, that was one of the best lines. He was just like a truce Bruce, you know, God damn it. Sorry. It feels <laughs> like an improv. <laughs> See, I would do that if I, if I was delivering that line. Like, I wouldn't be like, I can't say truce now without following it up with Bruce, like in conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I mean, that's what was so great about that that whole scene right there. I mean, I would say it's, I, I would say my favorite scene. I mean, going around, going around, I, I was actually going to ask Brandon and Ryan, Brandon, what's your favorite scene in Zack Snyder's Justice League? Whew. Oh yeah, man! No, yeah, <laughs> dig deep. Come on. I don't know. I mean, I yeah. I mean, I love that. I love that sequence. Uh, I I don't know. I I think. Um, gosh, I don't know, Dave. Jeez, put me on the spot here. Um, That's what I do. I think uh, the the scene that I I all, like the scene that like gets me going as far as this movie is concerned. The one that I'm like, man, that was an awesome sequence. Is like, um the when the steppenwolf versus the amazon amazonians uh like when he has all the arrows in him and he does that gorilla flex <laughs> and breaks them yeah. yeah. off like that's that sequence just like i just adore that sequence so much um but I'm, i mean there's other things that i would call out that i love but yeah i mean first thing that comes to mind is like i just i always looked at that scene as like such a cool little moment in this movie um the little but. details about his armor. I mean, his armor is reactive, and the fact that he could just flex and just like breaks all the the arrows off of him. I mean, that's just well, that's that, badass. The whole his introduction there. The, the VFX artist talked about how they had him hit the axe into the ground. Was like yeah. one of his like he would they'd have him emote that way, 
that was always his like all right enough of this shit expression mm-hmm. um and <laughs> and so so the way that they incorporated all of that like once you know once you start hearing them talk about like the visual language that they would use to like communicate his emotions with like the flexing of the armor and stuff um because you see there he gets all the arrows with the ropes and they start pulling him and then he's like hit the hit the axe down so that's his like fuck it i'm done with this moment and then he flips the horse (laughs) he he yanks the rope on the one and throws the horse and then he grabs the other one from the belly and throws it just yeah and then like and then he breaks the arrows like it's just the perfect sequence of like oh this guy this guy means business yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine the other ver- imagine like swapping out this the model, the CGI model with nope. the other one? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. No. Flipping the horse, be like, what are you what are you doing, man? Yeah. Yeah. Liam Neeson with bad skin? No, we're not gonna with have his that. skull and crossbones belt can, buckle. Can we talk about how he's got seven <laughs> fingers? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Saw, does too. Or is it is it eight? The sod does too. That I'm, I'm, it's weird that like people aren't talking about that more because that I I can't not like count every single time I see it, especially because like half of them are thumbs, which mm-hmm. feels very to me like <laughs> yeah. a um like the opposable thumb is supposed to be like the the thing that separates us from like other other primates or other uh, other like intelligent species, um and so they're like oh yeah. Steppenwolf's got four of them. <laughs> I noticed it in I the always... Amazon fight when he grabs when he's getting he grabs one of the heads. Yeah, you can see it. Yeah, like it like wraps around her head and he just. <laughs> and he just well, you it. know when I always notice it is when he's holding the mother box because the mother box is so freaking huge. Yeah. Yeah, but but he but like it's nothing. Right, he holds it like that because it's like it a also him. it always struck out to me with the previous model how. Because he was so much smaller, I, I I honestly looked at him like, how are you actually balancing that size <laughs> of a cube in that hand? So then when we get this model where he is significantly larger, it's like, no, he got big hands. Like, no, no, he I I could believe he well, could like also hold the mother box. The way um I'm gonna take a quick tangent before I say this. Um <laughs> um, that's an oxymoron statement if i ever heard I like, um, uh, what's his name um it's not matt ryan it's a it's a guy he's like a anthropologist or an economist but he he, he does this whole thing about um it's this youtube uh or a ted talk about um i think it's called when ideas have sex but it's about the the different ideas coming together to form new ideas and how that's like core to society progressing and he talks about a computer. Okay, it's too much of a tangent. A computer mouse and a and an arrowhead from like a prime from like a primitive tribe. And he says like they're they're the same size. Like they're they're both designed to fit someone's hand, um, but they're done with different materials on different parts of the world, combined from different experiences. All in like, but we're like thousands of years apart. But like ultimately, the the function of these thi- of both of these things are designed to fit a hand. Um, and so without going further into that, I'll probably talk about that more on BVS or on uh, just like by the minute, um, if anyone eventually, but, um, um, anyway, so, but that's what I think about when I see it in his hand is like, wow, that's, that's a, he's a new God. And it's like the mother box is, is designed to fit in his palm. Um, yeah. and it's like nobody, like who else carries it around in that way? It's like, he's holding a smartphone almost where it's like, Oh, that's the Rubik's cube, the yeah. right size and shape yeah. for him to wrap his hand around. It's not awkward for him at all. And so they talk about them as like these mystical things where like, maybe they don't even know where they came from, 
but there's still it's rooted in this like oh this seems to be something that he is like meant it's designed for him to he's the type of person that should interact oh, with this whereas yeah. like humans don't have you know hands to carry him like that i thought so that was interesting that's used lassos and stuff ryan your favorite scene in- oh man um I had tons of time to think about it too. <laughs> <laughs> now all you can picture is his hand. Yeah, right. <laughs> that part what was in hand? my hand. The, yeah, I, I the just get easy... lost in Steven's beard when he talks. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always lost in my beard. <laughs> the easy answer is the flash sequence, but um, it really is. I I would probably say the. So I love the Themyscira sequence where Steppenwolf first drops in out of the boom tube. And this movie's awesome on a technical level just because I love how much Zach, whoever was shooting it, works the focus ring. Like the the Amazons that basically like they had a mark on the floor that they had to hit. They sit back out of focus and like like the shot of the, the uh, Amazon um, where her blade, the tip of her blade, like comes right into focus, like in the intensity behind it. And there's another shot where she's another one's drawing a bow. I think just that whole like Steppenwolf anticipatory thing, the Chris Terrio dialogue from Hippolyta, like it's just like chill inducing. I think that's probably one of the, the uh, moments that kind of like jumps into my mind when I think about this movie. So I'll probably go with that. Yeah. I knew, I knew that like um, that, show them your fear. We have no fear. Whenever oh. that was in the trailer, I was like, that's going to be amazing good. in this movie. I, mean, I, I, I already like, knew how it was going to play out. Yeah. When she's like, kind of like, she, she kind of smiles like, uh-huh, really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> show, you know, and then she yells it out and she kind of has this like smile on her face because she Doctors knows. Of the mascara. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's Doctors great. Oh. Show him your fear. Yeah. That's one of those things also that whenever, I didn't even think about that aspect of of having to hit their mark for the focus mm-hmm. where whenever I think of new layers like that and I think about Joss Whedon getting all this raw footage and being told <laughs> like make a movie out of this and I realize like I bet there's sequences in this where he got the like imagine the 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 um the mother box scene where they've got the rotate they've got uh, yeah. one two three four five six cameras one of them is doing like a spiral in on a crane the other four are shot through beam splitters cycling around. Yeah. Like imagine getting all that raw footage and being like, here you go. And <laughs> <laughs> a scene from this, like, um, and, and there's, there's, there's certain scenes that are what reshot. What's he doing? Yeah. There's scenes oh, that are like reshot. Like, and I wonder if it, if, like, I always wonder if like Zach took his storyboards with him when he left, like, ha ha ha. Like, good luck. Because, yeah, there, there's scenes in this that are reshot, and and the only reason I can think of because it's like okay, that was funny, that was bright, it was like all the th- it checks all the boxes for what they wanted. Why did they cut it? And I'm like, oh, because Flash is doing a time travel thing there, and I bet they didn't know how to make it not look ridiculous because they were working with all this footage uh-huh. that that Zach had, yeah. or, or something like that. It's the only thing that, that could make sense to me for some of these. That's no, that's a good point. I never thought about that one specifically. Yeah. And like the the little detail, like even talking about the time travel stuff, and like when they did the mother box thing, I mean, in the theatrical, it, it, it was supposed to be like you got to he's got to touch the mother box as it hits the liquid, but in this version, it was like no, that wasn't the case. It was just you had to charge the mother box. 
but it was kind of like foreshadowing showing that hey flash can actually reverse time a little bit if he reaches the speed of light which yeah. a lot of people were kind of questioning and they're like well why was it kind of different i'm like well they were kind of foreshadowing to the end where yeah flash can actually reverse time if he does what he can do you mean dave that they actually narratively set something <laughs> up earlier in right? the movie so oh it could be paid God. off in the climax I you know you, you mean foreshadowing this, well, scott and so, and so here's not, another layer here's there's, not pl- there's no plot hole well, because the your movie mind. tells you that this is something that happens so when it happens in the movie it actually works here's it's what's amazing. even crazier Remember that movie Batman v Superman where the Flash comes through that portal and he's like, am I too soon? Well, that was time travel. And so now we get to this movie and now they're setting up time travel so that they can pay off time travel so that they can pay off the setup from the previous movie. (laughs) (laughs) But it can be better. It's what like, a concept. It, it's like it's all part of the plan. Just have some what's patience, a, what's a plan? What's a plan? Well, it's it's like I'm like I'm like a dog chasing a car. I wouldn't know what to do if I caught it. That's actually that's very uh, going back to being like they got the movie they wanted. Like this is what they've been trying to do for a decade. Um, and yeah, that's a, that's a, they're a dog chasing cars, and and they got it. And they're like, what what do we cancel? New gods. That's what we'll do. <laughs> there, there's another drop for you, you Dave. You gotta go. get Heath Ledger from The Dark Knight. We need that drop. I know. I don't know how why I don't have that already, but because you're an idiot. I know. Yeah, total idiot. Jeez. Jesus. I know. Well, but no, well, yeah, the, idiot. <laughs> no, Stephen. It's just because we live in a society. Right? We live in a society yeah. where drops. Our distant memory. Did you buy that shirt today? <laughs> that we live in a society shirt, Scott. That was no, no. I, I, I have not yet. <laughs> yet. Know, yeah. Always, yeah, there it is. There's the qualifier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that now that Dave pointed out the ones at the DC shop and I'm looking at the ones at the Hot Topic, I, I just, I don't just willy nilly. I have to ponder my purchase choices. I have to make sure I'm getting the right choices. <laughs> well, I just want to know where the Joker shirts are. Yeah, we know now. We know now. <laughs> Speaking of setup and payoff, <laughs> uh, oh man, this is a good way to end it, right here. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, I'm done. I'm just done with these people. They're just roasting (laughs) me. I'm not not done. I just like, you know, you know, my little brain fart earlier. I'm like, damn it. Yeah. No, I I love it. I was sitting there like thinking, I'm like, why is there no Joker shirts in the fucking PC shop? (laughs) You're you're sitting there explaining it that, hey, there is a hot pot. And I just totally didn't process it. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Jeez. I'm like looking at everybody else's the faces. Like, did, did I miss something? I like school. I like school. I'll take it. I'll take it. Oh, trust me. I, I screw up a lot on this program. It's okay, but, guys. Yeah. But why male models? <laughs> <laughs> but why me? <laughs> okay. I don't know if everybody got that. Anybody? Oh, yeah. Zoolander? Anybody? Okay. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> but why why male mouth? Remember remember Seriously? when the theatrical cut had a sh- yeah. Remember when the theatrical cut had an Aquaman homage to uh, Zoolander? Yes, where he's like a fish. They're where he like, goes up to the camera and he's like, "I'm, I'm convinced that's a that was a Zoolander homage because it was literally the water is the wet, wetness is the like I gotta I never put it together. Man, like, man, it's 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 literally like Merman. the same shot and like the coloring and everything. It's it's so close and it was a reshoot. The only explanation that I have for it is that they were making it that they were consciously riffing on, um, on Zoolander, which just shows you the level of respect <laughs> for the characters that they would make a merman Zoolander joke about Aquaman. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Oh man, I'll let. Uh, Zoolander two, not mm, sequel, not so great. You know, I kind of worry worry about that. I mean, talking about like. If I'm going to go off on a tangent here, they're supposed to be doing an Ace Ventura three. I don't know how anybody feels about that, and I'm kind of yeah, I'm kind of nervous. Things, about it. None yeah. of these sequels ever work out. I mean, yeah, they <laughs> all these two. like twenty years too late sequels, yes. right? like I mean, except for Blade Runner twenty forty nine. That that is true. You're correct about that. That wasn't a comedy. That's the thing, though. It was exactly. Like, it was comedy somebody that was that, take yeah. the material seriously. But when it comes to comedies, I mean, as much as I love seeing Jeff Daniels and uh, Jim Carrey in Dumb and Dumber 2, Dude, you know, that movie I, was horrible. That's the closest I've ever come to walking out of a movie in the theater. Dude, it was so bad. <laughs> so bad. I mean, the first movie was like, it was smart dumb. I mean, if that makes sense. It was like smart. The way, the way that how stupid they were was like, you know, it was smart comedy. But when it came to the sequel, it was like, Okay, you guys are not even, you know, this is just, you just not throwing good. anything you can. That's what I worry about with Ace Ventura. I'm like, as much as I love the character in the first two movies. It's know. also like such a physical role and he's just so old now. Like, I just feel I like he, it's I, to... still kind of do it. I, I mean, Sonic, when we see him on Sonic, I thought he yeah. stole, yeah. you know, yeah, I thought sure. he was a stealer, you know, I mean, that that's what made that movie for me. When it came to Sonic, I was. You know, if it didn't have Jim Carrey, I probably would have been like, this movie sucks, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wasn't like a but fan they, of some of the other stuff, but you know, they're just going to go, they're just going to recycle. They always just recycle the same jokes. Yeah, you know what I mean? Is, is, is him talking out of his butt going to be funny in 2022 <laughs> or whatever? You know, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I have nostalgia for those movies, obviously, but or if they know. were smart, they would do, um, they'd make it, uh, what they call it ace or what they just call it ventura where it's right. the logan the logan version of <laughs> <laughs> and and he just plays him as like the worn down detective it's like a and noir like, already then we need double we need horn get up from the desk drawer get- with a bottle of booze yeah. that he's <laughs> the, i'm yeah. getting too old for this shit version of ace ventura <laughs> <laughs> See, that's that. That would be good right there. That would. Be he's good. already got that in Ace Ventura too. He's got that uh, devil, like a quinceolcha, like his yeah. little like hair Wolverine get up. So, yeah. I mean. See, it's close. It's close. It's close. Yeah, Bubblebee tuna. Yeah, Bubblebee tuna. Yes. You're up. Chicago. Yeah. Chicago. 
All right. <laughs> Shish kebab. Dude, I, you, this is how like crazy we were. When, I remember when uh, we had our when Shane and I first got our uh, first cellular phones uh, back in the day uh, in 2000. I don't know why we thought it was a great idea, but we would. This is how we made our voicemails. And Shane's voicemail, he would hold it up to the TV to have it record, and it was just all righty then. <laughs> and that's all it was, and it just kept repeating over and over. It was like a minute-long voicemail thing. No one ever left him voicemails. <laughs> and it was just him going, oh, and it was in this crappy stereo, like, because it's coming out of a TV recorded onto a, yeah. a Nokia brick phone. Like, like it's, it's, that's what it was. It was the dumbest thing. I think I had the Happy Gilmore, you suck, you jackass, and that was like... <laughs> and then I remember when I was trying to get a job and I got a call and it was like, oh, <laughs> it was like we want an interview. But dude. you also should change your voicemail because that's pretty good. <laughs> <Right. laughs> like, you know what I had is my voicemail. I had Will Ferrell from Wedding Crashers going, what the fuck do you want? That's what I had. <laughs> oh, my mom hated that. She's like, you need to change that. What if somebody important needs to call you? And I'm like, well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, that just that just reminds me that when I do watch you on the on the YouTube app on the Apple TV, and Heather's like in the kitchen, like doing grading papers and stuff, I just love what she goes. Dave sure does cuss a lot, <laughs> and I'm like, his mom thinks so too. It's oh, yeah. Okay. oh yeah, I get that every week. Every time I go to her, I'm like, she's like, oh, don't turn it down a little bit. It's like. Oh. it's the uh that's the image right there that i'm talking about Um, i can't i can't find the actual the actual frame where it shows that image but yeah that is like straight up out of zoolander (laughs) i can see it i see what you're saying we should put a side by side yeah because like he's selling like like in the commercial isn't he selling like like cologne or perfume or something like that and he's like something yeah he's, he's yeah, i don't know it's just the way that he's like he's doing this little swimming thing you know yeah he's like yeah <laughs> uh-huh, steven 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 ejected himself goodbye oh, no. get out of here yeah he he removed his page and he moved himself oh man no but uh yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But when it when it comes to um, the numbers, when it comes to restoring the Snyderverse, I mean, <sighs> who knows what the hell they're doing? Like you said, I mean, maybe with Godzilla versus Kong coming out, I don't know if that's going to be a factor of it. Hey, there he is. You're back. Hey, good job. Yeah, I hit the wrong. They shouldn't put those buttons right next to each other. <laughs> Drunk people might press <laughs> the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> Now we figured um, <laughs> as soon as like your page went, all of a sudden you went too. Oh yeah, here's no, the oh, there it is. There it here's, is. Here's the one that I'm see. That is <laughs> yes. Right, Joss Whedon was trying to make a, a Zoolander reference, right? I, I, I know what he was doing. There's no <laughs> way so. it's not. That's awesome. <laughs> it is the exact same body position, the head is. being framed. I can't get them right side by side because of the way the screen sharing works. Never gonna be able to get that out of my head. Well, unfortunately, you don't have to watch that on Twitter. Oh, he did it again. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't do that. I swear. Oh God! Someone tell Amanda. I want. I want. I want all kinds of shit all day tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Now his mic doesn't work. What? 
My mic works. <laughs> oh, there it is. You're good. You're good. You're good. I said they shouldn't put those buttons right next to each other. If someone's drunk, they might press the wrong one. You learn lessons like WB, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. Man. But WB out. doesn't learn their lessons. Uh, oh. They don't. Oh. Very true. Very true. Gotcha. Right back. Mm. Oh. There it is. But uh, I think this is a good spot to end it. We're like three hours and 42 minutes into this thing right now. So. Hey, why not? So let's go around the horn and uh, let's go ahead and uh, plug ourselves. And uh, well, of course, the, our featured guest. And uh, thank you guys, Ryan and Brandon, for coming on. Uh, thank you, man. Yeah, man. Thank you so much now. for having us. We enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, yeah. man. The door is always open for you guys. You know, like I'll, I'll send you a link if you want to join the panel for sure. So uh, Brandon, go ahead. Go ahead and uh, promote yourself. Yeah, I mean, you can find us at Cape Cash Show on Twitter uh, at Cinemachine Pod as well. Um, Ryan knows all the other social handles. This is Ryan's job when it comes to our show. I don't do this. He handles. I was, the, I was the really plugins. impressed with how you were handling. It, I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> now, yeah, on, on Twitter at Cape Cash Show, um, and then on YouTube, subscribe at Cinemachine. Um, we review movies on there, and then obviously spend a inordinate amount of time talking about Zack Snyder and <laughs> all of his goings on. So, definitely invite you to check us out. For sure, for sure. All right, Mr. Steven. Yeah, I'm Steven Colbert. You can find me on Twitter at SMColbert, and you can find my writing at ScreenRant.com. And you can also find my podcast with Andrew Dice um, at uh, SnyderMinute.com. Um, you can find our archive of Batman v Superman by the Minute episodes. We're taking a very short hiatus from that to focus on getting a few uh, Justice League by the Minute episodes under our belt, um, which is the other one I was going to plug, which I just pre-plugged. Um, Justice League <laughs> by the Minute is our other show. Um, and uh, we, uh, as we speak, or earlier as we were speaking, Dice said he was editing um, our... We're doing like a, a, a track, like we're walking the track is what we're calling it. Um, kind of not doing a full on analysis, but just kind of walking through each of the chapters to say like, we're going to talk about this more. Um, and then we'll get into the um, minute one um, in, uh, in uh, a week or two, once we're done with those. So fun times. Cool. Looking forward nice. to it. All right, Matt, you yeah. got it. Yeah, that carried over from yesterday. Uh, <laughs> I am Matt with one half of the world famous comic movie marks. Check us out. On Comic Movie Marks on YouTube, those other social media thingies, Twitter, yeah, that's the one. Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, and all that stuff. And, and uh, that's why I keep having to rub my eyes here. God oh, damn. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> make sure you check us out there. And hopefully, we get Joker shirts pretty soon in the DC. Yeah. yeah. Fingers crossed. Stop, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> all right scott bring us home well, of course you can find me on twitter scott dc 27 you can find my podcast the dc film Squadcast, wherever podcasts can be found we're also on vero youtube facebook and you can find the entire network of shows at squadcastmedia.com i'd also like to plug a super secret collaboration that i will be involved in whenever i can make myself available for my super secret partner who i feel very sorry about right now apologies <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. What? Are you talking about? It's a secret. It's a secret. It's a secret. Okay. Where are the Joker shirts? 
I know. The <laughs> secret to Dave. Hot Topic and DC uh, shop now, right? Yeah. Wait, they're on the DC shop? I'm going to fuck you up! <laughs> Jeez. Come on, Steven. Right. <laughs> hmm? Huh? Huh? Did you, what'd you say? Both. 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 Okay. All right. Hot Topic and DC shop, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, we're good. okay, we're good. We're good. <laughs> but what about the Joker shirts? Uh, <laughs> <fuck>. <laughs> Hashtag release the Joker shirts. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, man. Oh, Never gonna trending my morning. Yeah, hopefully, I want that to be. Please. All right. Yes. <laughs> and I'm uh, of course I'm Dave, and you can find me. Of course, you know, hit that like thumbs up button. Hit that notification bell, all that stuff. And uh, if you want to get Joker shirts, you can go on, you know, Hot Topic. Hot Topic has Joker shirts, Jared Little Joker shirts, as well as the DC shop, as we showed you. It's cool. Get that Truce, Truce Bruce shirt. It's probably the best one. Anyways, anyways, uh, do all that. And uh, if you want to follow, you know, the Patreon, all the stuff. And then I, I even got shirts too, not Joker shirts. Well, kind of Joker shirts. You want to do that. It's also down below. But anyways, guys, we do all that and uh, appreciate the panel. Um, you know, Capecast guys, thank you for uh, sh- joining in. Brandon and Ryan, I appreciate oh, that. Thank man. you, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Enjoyed it. Guys, you know, if you guys ever want to join and just, uh, you know. Yeah, you know you know, we'll be back, man. <laughs> sure. Sure. You know, and uh, thank you, Matt. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, uh, Stephen. Um, and then, of course, thank you, everybody who's uh, joined us tonight and all the donations and all that stuff. We love you. And uh, get the fuck out. That's what it is. All right, guys. We'll talk to you later.